Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 213 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. As always, except not last week. Yeah, no, it really threw me. The, uh, it it threw me hard last week. Um, and then we got Matt. Hello. We got Rick. Hey. Second week in a row, we have Serena. Hello. It's weird. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> She Probably. just doesn't have anything better to do on a Sunday That's night. That's true. It's probably the last week for another year or so. so okay, yeah, just, you know, it's too much DOO. Yeah. <laughs> she hit her quota. <laughs> Two, that's really rough. Yep. And then we have uh, special guest Troy from Lazy Monk. Hello. Hey, so Troy. He's, he's joining us tonight. We're going to talk about beer, kind of rounding out our, I guess, our month of breweries. Yeah. It's, uh, that's yeah, what yeah, it became. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, last is the, you know, you get to make yeah. the, like everyone else, you know, shit the bed. So you, you I like <laughs> to think I traveled the furthest, maybe. Also, we no longer you remember did, them as actually. well. You did, actually. Yeah. 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 Okay. We don't remember the other interviews as well because we got a little drunk and now time's passed and we don't remember what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Listeners right. don't eat. Before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout out to our patrons. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Uh, Christmas is next week, and there is still time if you have that prime shipping to Ooh. to you know to get your Christmas shopping in on Amazon. That's but before prime. you do that, head over to blindnewstudios.com, click on that little Amazon link at the bottom Just of the homepage. Right Ooh, one right there, and uh, you know. Then we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon if you do regular shopping through that, and it really helps out. Even better yet, search for the things that you want on Amazon and send that link to Grandma. Yeah. And then she'll just buy it through there, and then we still exactly. get we still get the dough. Set it as the bookmark for all of your friends and family. <laughs> they won't even know they're yep. helping change, us. Change grandma's uh, your Amazon grandma might icon. be mad if she found out she was helping us. But <laughs> in fact, make it her new uh, home screen. Well, no, you don't do that. That is disruptive. And then they have to call somebody to figure out how to reset their homepage. And like Geek Squad Just is going to charge so them like computer can bucks. only search our Amazon link. <laughs> <laughs> That's just that's just uncalled for, <laughs> Grandma. Why do you have so much stuff all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> well, I keep searching in the search box. <laughs> Every time uh, you somebody turned on that one-click ordering, you know, and it's it's so easy. Yeah, no. <laughs> Grandma's ordering some weird stuff because we can see. <laughs> all right, Serena, what have you been up to this past week? Uh, not a whole lot. I'm still unemployed. More like fun employed. Yeah, I got a new tattoo. <laughs> And uh, spending all my money on frivolous nonsense. That's, that's what the best. For. Yeah, that's that's uh, the way yeah. to be unemployed. So that's about it. All right, Carlos, what have you been up to, man? Coming off of finals week, and I'm no longer as full of anxiety as I was. <laughs> you were full uh, of anxiety. Oh well, yeah, anxiety. Did you say as full or ass? Not not ass. Because <laughs> I heard not ass full of anxiety. I, I, granted, I also don't have an ass full of anxiety anymore. Like, I don't have that either. Carlos but. just shoves all his anxiety in his butt. Where else do you store it? I mean, it's got to go somewhere. Yeah, uh, like, basically the only thing I have to do is, like, there's a couple of math assignments I got to turn in tomorrow. But Math. Besides that. What's that? So, uh, who kidnapped you last week? Like, why weren't you on the show? Oh, no, yeah, I had a yeah, family Christmas with one side of the family, so... 
Nothing exciting. That's. But it sounds exciting. Did you get any cool shit? I got a shirt. It was pretty cool. <laughs> was it? Was there anything on the shirt? No, no. It was just I'm a shirt. human and I wear shirts. <laughs> I swear I'm not a cyborg. <laughs> no, I had nothing super exciting. Are you wearing it now? No. no. <laughs> it was we just a know. generic white shirt. <laughs> He's like, sweet. Got a pack of Hanes. No socks, though. I did not get any socks, unfortunately. I really did you, want some did socks. Did you ask for socks? No, but I kind of need socks. Socks are just a given when you're this age and it's Christmas. Like, you're going to get socks. There was a period where I liked socks, and then I found out about, like, high-quality socks. Maybe I'm being kind of pompous, but... No, (laughs) I I agree. Like, instead of getting, like, a pack of, like, cotton socks, I would just, like, one pair of wool socks. Yeah, like, merino wool socks. And maybe, I don't know, maybe that makes us sound too fancy. But it's the hiking thing. I got into it because of that, because they don't wear through. And it makes my feet less sweaty. I just like yeah. to sell four socks that don't have holes in them. I feel like you know your <laughs> childhood is dead simple man. when you get excited about socks over Christmas. Totally. Yeah. I, I realized I was my childhood was dead when uh, I bought my own house, and I was really happy that my parents bought me paper towels and toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, I got free money because I don't have to buy that for a month. Mine died when I realized I liked the rum balls more than presents. <laughs> yeah. well, that happened to me at eight, so I don't know. <laughs> Two years ago, my younger cousins, I was like, What'd you get for Christmas? And they're like, We got a PS3 and all these things. And they're like, What'd you get? And I was like, Socks and soap. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still at the fucking kids' table. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. That's like your ticket to the adult table. Yeah. Like, I got socks and soap. You can't put me here anymore. <laughs> Upgrade. All right, Matt. What have you been up to, man? Uh, nothing too thrilling. We had we went to Hop and Barrel, and that was pretty fun. Yeah, Hop and Barrel was a blast. We had a good time there. Uh, how was how was your little plates of food afterwards? Oh, it was great. They were fucking delicious. But eighty dollars later, it was kind of regretful. But no, it was worth it. That's it a lot of little plates, man. I know. Is that tapas? <laughs> is it what? Was it tapas? Uh, is that the same as small plates? Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah, tapas is Spanish for hungry. <laughs> I don't want a hundred small plates. I just want a burger, buddy. And each one has three olives on it. <laughs> the 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 best part about it was when we walked in. Pete's like, "Yeah, Jen's said she's going out with her mother or something." And then we walk in there, and then I say, "Oh, it's Jen's mom." And then, "Oh, it's Jen." And Jen's like, "Wait, Pete, you didn't tell me you were coming here." And it was it was pretty funny. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's always funny when Pete's in trouble. <laughs> yep, it is. Because it it's totally his fault. <laughs> so then, yeah, we just walked by and sat at our table over there. Old Jenny and her mom was sitting back there. It's pretty funny. But yeah, and then yeah, that's that's about it. All right, Rick, man, what have you been up to? It's been a while since you've made it. To yeah, well, I keep end up working on Sundays, and even when I'm not scheduled for Sundays, they're like, well, "Do you want to pick up all this overtime, twenty four hours?" And I'm like. <sighs> These all seem like excuses, yes. man. I don't <laughs> want all that money. So, but uh, no, I don't know. I was going to go to Hop and Merrill. I tried to switch with people, but nobody would do it because they're dicks. So mm-hmm. I had to go run my ass off yesterday at work. And that's about, I mean, I don't know. I've been chilling. Christmas happened for me. It's like, no, not yet. No, no it, it has not happened yet. No, it did yet. for me. Uh, my girlfriend and I did Christmas. And I got some cool stuff, all this Eagle stuff that I'm wearing. Just top to bottom. Eagles. I thought you said you got cool stuff. Yeah, I know, Casey. You yeah, don't we- like football. <laughs> Casey, everyone's aware. 
So you bring it up every opportunity. I like you get. that both yep. of us. Are, I'm sitting here with my Packer gear on his Eagles. So I zoned out a little bit though. What <laughs> cool stuff did you get? Carlos, I don't want to hear your shit. <laughs> I, I'm not. Don't even start with me, Carlos. <laughs> See, Carlos has said knowing when I do it, but when you do it, it's just plain old irritating. Mm. And I'm, okay, I'm okay with will that. Come up with some sh- some weird fucking thing about like the sun and be like the sun hates the eagles. Because he's weird and he that does shit like that. doesn't make any sense. I don't think that, I think, isn't the Sun like a basketball team? Carlos, your favorite political party is the one that launches all the p- politicians into the Sun. <laughs> you said that. It's recorded on <laughs> this show. And you come up with weird stuff like that. That's I'm backing it up. I'm saying that, I just want to say that that's not actually an official par- party yet. I'm aware because it's the party of the insane people who need to be in institutions. Like you, you crazy <laughs> motherfucker. Guys, this got can re- we be done now? This got real dark real fast. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of anger here right now. Anyway. No, I mean, I've just been. Oh, because anyway, Christmas Merry present. Christmas. Thank you. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. I've been, I've been working and just doing my thing, you know. Not really. I mean, we've been brewing a lot of beers for Homebrew Bound. Yeah. And doing a lot of shows. Yeah. Um, I'm tired of brewing beer. <laughs> Well, strap in, friend. Yeah, I'm because we got time left. Like, we're still going to be doing this this time next year. I know with the rebrews. I'm aware. Oh, rebrews. I'm trying. Yeah, not the to ones think that we about. screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> like the one that we talked about today. Yeah, the show. like this pumpkin beer. How yep. many? How <laughs> many drinking. beers do you have left? Uh, I brewed. This is 43, 40, right? 41 or forty-three. Okay. This is uh, forty-three. This no, no, this beer here is. No, 33. this isn't. We just talked about forty-three. You know, we just did episode forty-three. Right. Yeah. And how many beers altogether? Eighty. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're we're almost halfway. Not on the we brews, but on the shows. No, we're halfway with the brews now. Oh, we are. We've done 40, 40 yes. brews. 40's half of 80. Yep. <laughs> it's weird how that works. I'm oh. trying to track where we are. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, wait, like the show's got ahead of the brews oh. for yeah. a bit. And I'm getting so, caught up. We're, we're back and forth. We're on show number 43 and, I've done and beer number, number 31 or something. Oh, like, yeah, tasting-wise. Yeah, right. apparently there's this weird lag time where you can't just drink the beer. Oh, right, yeah, you weird, can't brew weird. a beer and drink it the same day. Oh, What's so up with that? There'll be a chunk of time, though, toward the end where, like, you don't have to do any brewing. Yeah, that's true. We can just do the drinking part, <laughs> which is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, there is going to be some time where we Until you find that. out that what you have a bunch of uh, rebrews. six months ago? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's just gonna be a whole thing, but I don't know. It's fun. All right, uh, that's Homebrew Bound. Check that out. It's on yeah, this check channel. it out. Check it out. That's All what right, we've been working uh, on. What have I been up to? Uh, let's see. I did the Hop and Barrel thing? Yeah. Went to uh, the Dark Knight uh, release or Dark Knight Returns release last Dark night Knight at Returns. Barley John's. Twelve uh, percent barrel aged Imperial Porter. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's a big one. It was delicious. <laughs> it's a whole lot of. Yeah, bought a couple of cans and. They still have them, so if you're in the area, head up there and grab some because it's it's fantastic. It's probably named after like the other Dark Knight beer they have. Right? Yeah, yeah. So basically, they reused the barrel. Okay. okay. Um. So this is the second use of the barrel. I was gonna say, are they fed up with what DC's doing with like Justice League and stuff? So they wanted the Dark Knight Returns or something. No. Well, no. Yeah. Because last year they did the Dark Knight, and this year it was yeah, the Dark Knight yeah, Returns. Yeah. I haven't done the side by side yet. We got to do that on the show, I think, sometime. That that Dark Knight was really good. The Dark Knight was all right. Shut the show down. Let's get it. Let's do it. And uh, let's do it. Star Wars. Yes, and then I saw Star Wars this morning at 10 Mm a.m. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Can't say anything about it yet, though. Yeah, I have no intention of seeing it. So that's cool. That's fine. Still what? 
I'm still under an. I refuse to spoil that for oh, anybody. Yeah. No, you oh yeah, like, uh, no, yeah. Oh yeah, no spoilers. I just, I just didn't know what you said. <laughs> yep. yep. No. Yeah. Like in three I, months, you can talk about it. I, I went into it complete. Like I had seen the first trailer, and that's it. I hadn't read anything. I hadn't the seen anything. Like it was right amazing. Now. Yeah, I enjoyed going it. In, going into it that blind, it was awesome. Uh, that's a good it's, way. To it's it's long though. I will say that it needs an intermission. It's two and a half hours long. Uh, you just stand up in the middle of the theater and be like, "Can you? Can we pause?" I think we should bring that pause, back for every please. kind of movie, though. Oh yeah, it's like these have back in the day, and like, especially like now that they're true. serving beer and yeah. stuff. You can make so yeah. much more money. What's if the point you of having to go to the bathroom? What's the point yeah. of being able to get free refills on your popcorn if like you can't <laughs> take advantage of it? Yeah, yeah, like just a fifteen minute intermission. My favorite part of minutes even. Yeah, the best thing about intermissions was that like everyone would go to the bathroom in intermission, and then you'd go like five minutes later. Because but then you're then, still missing part of the... Yeah, but but then nobody's in the bathroom. Yeah, That's, but if there's not an intermission, you can still go to the bathroom still and do nobody's that. in there. In there. Yeah, I think are. you're wasting the intermission here, then. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> I, okay, you're well, definitely not differ. using the intermission <laughs> properly. Perhaps we differ, but I feel like I... I, <laughs> I feel like you, your system works right now. What if the intermission was on, like, a cliffhanger, you know? Like, that could actually be kind of a cool that, thing to do in movies, you know? You could have a cliffhanger, 10-minute break. I'd be so break. fucking pissed, because I, I don't care about intermissions. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Matt's like, I like to sit down for two hours I do. Mm-hmm. And then I get to leave right after. Was it a, I also don't drink beer while I'm watching a movie because I, I know I'm going to have to get up and take. A yeah, piss. but if there's yeah, an intermission, but, uh, you so could. But if there's a beer prepares. option, how do you not drink it? Yeah. Was it a Kill out. Bill that had an intermission? In I it? do. What? I try to think. Like, did Kill Bill Volume One have like an intermission just thrown in? There? No, it was uh, uh, Hateful Eight. Was yeah. it? Oh, did Hateful Eight have that too? Yep. No. Even if there's not a beer option, I still drink beer while I'm watching movies. Yeah. I'll just sneak it in. Right, uh, or yeah. There's sort. always the beer option. Well, I'm like I yeah. think I think the Alamo it's Draft House does intermissions, <laughs> uh, and there's one moving to Woodbury that I'm super excited. The what does Alamo Draft House? That it's like basically oh. a oh like no a, no I've heard yeah, of those yeah, yeah the I went to one like I went a, to one in Texas yeah what yeah 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 there's one coming to those Woodbury. are nice and I want to go there yeah the food is fantastic yeah they have really good food they have mm-hmm. ribs. They have ribs <laughs> while you watch a movie. They have that, ribs. You know, honestly, I'm not sure how I feel about that because the last thing I want while watching a movie is Carlos slurping on ribs <laughs> next to me. <laughs> All right, don't be ridiculous. It wouldn't take more than a couple minutes and they'd be gone. That's true. <laughs> I am definitely in the minority here of I don't give a shit about any of these things at a movie. I'm pissed about yeah, these reclining seats, Yeah, I don't want ribs too. in a movie. Matt, you just need to stay with the River Falls Theater yeah, then. You no, go because there. those okay. ones with don't the lean back. the sticky floor that they don't oh, oh, clean. I'm sorry. That's the Reclining's bad, but leaning back is no, good. If you had the option, <laughs> if you had the option on those seats to press a button to just have the back go and have my feet down, because I don't want to have to have my feet up and then the back finally go down. Half I the time I sit there with my leg crossed like comfortable this during the up. movie. I don't want to be don't want, comfy. I don't like it. I, don't like I, it. I did almost smash Casey's popcorn when I because I, I, I like didn't want to sit there and rock like this a little bit instead of having to have my feet up the whole time. Casey about killed Carlos. No, so I like we're. We're like you ten minutes into the movie. Boy. Uh, I, I put I put the popcorn down. Like you know when you have the seats up, there's that little gap. See another Ooh. reason those seats are dumb. So I, I, I put <laughs> I put I put the popcorn down there. Carlos, with his footrest still up, stomps on my popcorn. I stomp on- <laughs> <laughs> Why were your feet not on the footrest, Carlos? Because you know it's not comfortable to have my feet up all the time. Sometimes I want to have some. <laughs> Carlos, <laughs> don't validate Matt. <laughs> Matt's just over here like, what up? Yeah. <laughs> Also, the person who agrees with you is Carlos. That's okay. 
I don't want to admit, but I, I wanted, do agree with Matt. I wanted on, one like, foot up, bit. one foot down, and all of a sudden, like, don't oh, the, I just I smashed like part of popcorn. It. Like, my legs crossed, and we able to go like that. My yeah. issue with the reclining seats is the other day, I went and saw a movie, and my seat went my other thing is like I, I adjust in the seat <laughs> like this, oh, and also my butt pushes butt. the button. And I'm like, all right then, never mind. I like, yeah. I like it when the button's on the outside of the seat, because then you don't run into the butt issue. Unless you move this way. No, the, the button's on the outside of the seat. The outside, I've never but been it's to attached to the other. Seat. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, then what if the other the, person? The, the market. Do you no control theirs? No. The, the Do you actually like make a deal? There's 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 gaps between every other seat. Oh yeah, yeah. And so the buttons on the outside. I was just imagining because they also have the little fold out table that comes out. So is. you can, so they can deliver you. I was food just imagining like you have to make a deal with the person sitting next to you, like, hey, can you recline me real quick? Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> just hit me up, dude. <laughs> no, it's just like it's just. I don't know. Then you're, like you get mad at the person next to you and you just like, sit them yeah. straight up. I was really excited because now I have assigned seating and I, I can that. recline. I hate the recline. I the like the assigned seating because no. you get to pick it. I don't want yeah. that. I and wanna, you can do it. A and you can do it. Yeah, you can. When do it I walk in the theater, I want to say, see, like who else is there, and like I don't want to sit next to those weirdos over there. But like these people, they look like they. Might and be then okay. my main problem is like, okay, I'll sit on this row, and then I'm like, oh shit, this is too far back, but I can't do anything. See, about I it. think assigned seating has its purpose, like when a movie first comes out. But yeah, after a movie's research. been out for like over a week. And they I go, get rid of it. And I go to matinees, so it's like nobody's at the fucking theater when yeah. I go. Well, yeah, so then it like, doesn't. Then your assigned seating doesn't matter. Sit wherever the fuck you want. Unless somebody now. decides that they chose that seat. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, then, sorry. Then you move over. Yeah, then you move over. But then I have to sit next to somebody. Then you move two you seats over. You could potentially make a new friend. But then I won't be in the middle of the theater. <laughs> then move one row back, Matt. But then God I'm too damn, far away from the screen. Hard. <laughs> Matt's a very particular movie guy. I am, I am, I am. Well, no, also, Matt's a pain Matt, in the ass. The also, days. I hate that the Marcus, okay, you took out half of your seating and then back raised your prices. Day. Like, why the fuck? When you had well, they took out half their seating, Matt. Yeah. They didn't have supply demand. Money. Did you not take an economics? That's class? so fucking dumb, though. Okay, you're making plenty of money where you can fit double the capacity in there. Like, ugh. yeah, but then they can do half the amount of work for oh, double the money. Dumb. Yeah, but then you can't charge people for reclining seats that you don't like, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> they should just have folding chairs for Matt. Yes, please, just a folding chair. As long as corner. I can have it two rows up in the middle, then I'm and fine. Somebody get this guy a stool, please. Please, <laughs> Matt. You, I think. I'd be Matt, more happy on a stool, I think. Actually. I think what needs to happen is Matt needs to start going to movies pretending he's handicapped in a wheelchair <laughs> so he can have that nice front <laughs> no, seat. No, no, that's it has to be, the It has to be that's two rows up and yep. in the middle. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You could what just buy it. Just okay, your, well, uh, then I have no solutions for you, Matt. You're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> or, you know, with the new setting system. That's why uh, I go by myself to a matinee. Buy your tickets online for a matinee. You're guaranteed your spot. Like it's, you, Unless that spot's taken already. Unless not, if you do it, buy, get your tickets online, because you get your uh, spot online, okay. too. That'll be my job. Yeah, but it could be taken already. Well, in that case, you fucked up. You took too long. <laughs> I see there's a, there's just a lot of here. you know a lot of anger yep. in the in the movie going biz. I mean, you still got the River Falls Theater. Yeah, uh, but they never have anything I want to see. They have Star Wars right now. He's got complaints That's exactly for days. Exactly what Casey. I said. He's got complaints for days. I, how are we friends, Matt? I don't understand. You <laughs> don't hate know. Star Wars. You don't, don't like comfort. I don't, I don't like Star, Star Wars, Wars though. I've only seen one, and I have no intention of seeing any more. I'm gonna weird. see this one, but it's just a cash cow to Disney to me. <laughs> Like every other movie is most things are. I'm happy, the, I'm happy when I run are. into somebody and, at Emma's. They completely agree with me with Star Wars. 
Like, you ran into somebody at Emma's who agrees with you, Matt? Yep. I'm so surprised. <laughs> with Star Wars. <laughs> with Star Wars. That's a rare thing to find. That is a rare thing to find. Well, uh, do you really want to disagree with the person giving you your beer? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Just agreeing with you because you said it. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one goes that way. Well, I don't know what to do. Hang on. No, that's fine. I'm just letting you know, man. Thanks. All right, so going around right now is another beer from Thirsty Pagan. Uh, this one did not explode like the other one did. You had an exploding beer? Well, <laughs> the growler uh, was opened and went whoosh. Okay, so really mm, That's mm-hmm. the worst mm-hmm. when they whoosh. Do you get the cap? You were here. You saw it whoosh. <laughs> Can I cap? Oh, yeah, cap? dude. present for the whoosh. You whoosh. The whoosh. It whooshed. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, their IPA. IPA. Um, yeah. Again, their pizza. Star oh, yeah. of the show. Oh yeah, hands down. Mm-hmm. That beer, there, that pizza is so good. It's an, it's an no. interesting space too. Yeah. Like the whole building's like yeah. kind of looks a little bit dilapidated, which fits in with the <clears> right with the, the area. superior look, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just superior well, the, sadness. The first time I went there, <laughs> the first time I went there was this uh, <clears throat> this summer, and Lindsay and I went up, and my coworker was like, "Thirsty Pagan, you gotta go to Thirsty Pagan." Your and he like said ridiculous. this like three thousand <laughs> times. Every time he saw me leading up to my vacation, because he was covering, that's how he found out. He was like, "Thirsty Pagan," and I was like, "I'm gonna go, man. Just chill. I will. I, I, I told you I'll go. I'll do it, all right." And then I he promise. texted me while he was there, and he was like, "You go, Thirsty Pagan." I'm like, "I'm going tomorrow." Like, relax. But I went there, and I was like, okay, he was right. He should have told me this many times. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pizza's amazing. Oh, yeah. Like, the, and the beer's good. The beer's good, like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a great experience. It's a really cool place. Especially if you're hungover from going out in Duluth the night before. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want take pizza a, and Take beer. a drive across that bridge that almost broke my hand. What? what? I was driving across the bridge, and my girlfriend grabbed my hand because she doesn't like bridges. Oh, she it sounds like broke your my hand. girlfriend yeah. almost broke your hand. Yeah. Right the yeah, the bridge didn't have anything I'm to do bl- with I'm it. I'm going to blame the bridge because she it grabbed her hand so hard she almost broke her The bridge hand? is less likely to retaliate. Is Ex- that why well, you're blaming? Yeah, you got it right, but I didn't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to leave it behind, but yeah, you're right. Okay. That's the reason. All right. Serena, we're going to start with you. What do you think about the beer? So, I don't know much beer speak. That's fine. Um, But as far as an IPA goes, it's, like, nice because that hoppy thing that happens with most IPAs when you drink it doesn't happen as much with this one. I don't know how to... I can can see that. I don't know how to explain myself. Um, No, that's fine. I think think anyone would understand that. Okay, and I like it a lot. It's really great in that way, because that's the one thing that I... Like you're saying, it's not abrasively hoppy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still... Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just less hoppy than other IPAs. I don't know. I really like it. All right. Carlos? Uh, When was this one uh, uh, put in a... Growler last week, Sunday? Yeah, it's pretty good. I would say that it has a, like a fruit flavor, yeah, but almost like a juniper fruit flavor to it. Is that mm-hmm. is that just yep. me? Maybe nope. a smidgen of pine in the juniper in there. Just kind of left field in it. I was already in my head. That's it's definitely a you. more piney, piney. IPA. I get. I, don't, I, I can see the juniper. Well, it's like a resiny. Well, I, yeah, I get. I get juniper. a lot of caramel and resin. Yeah, I don't get a whole lot of caramel in this myself, but no, I don't get. The I'm also caramel. getting over a cold, so. Yeah. I I definitely like the more fruity IPAs better, but this is good. Yeah, I I definitely like I can see the juniper thing. I I taste like kind of piney juniper style yeah, yeah. Of, of flavor, and I think that pairs along with the resin that I'm getting that. Um, but it's it's very like it's clearly 
like resinous hops that were used in it. Um, but uh, Serena's right. It's not like aggressively hoppy mm-hmm. and bitter. It's it's kind of refreshing. It's a, it's a lot of hop flavor. It's not as much bitterness as some others, but it's still an IPA. I mean, for sure. It's kind of refreshing. It's an IPA that doesn't taste like every other IPA in the market. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not New England IPA. Yeah, they have their their own little take on it. You know. So. Yeah, it, or I, West Coast. It's, like. it, no, this is very. It's very much a Midwest IPA. It's mm-hmm. balanced. Um, a little on the sweeter side, like right <laughs> yeah. in the middle. No, the whole. I li- I used to live on the East Coast when East Coast IPAs were very different than what East Coast IPAs are now. And now what used to be considered an East Coast when I lived there is now considered Midwest. So whenever I hear people say that, I, I just laugh a little bit. Because oh, <laughs> there's this weird, complicated story behind it. Yeah, you know? it, IPAs, they're they're confusing as shit. <laughs> Never-ending, evolving yeah. style. Yeah, yep. well, we'll get into that later because we, we've been doing this. Yeah, I have a few questions that i got to ask you later. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm scared now. You should be. You should be. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I'm not the biggest fan of this style of IPA. I don't like the sweetness. Um mm. I don't know, I like mine to be a little drier, lighter on the body. Yeah. Um, really bring those hops forward. Like, I really like the West Coast style. That's kind of my, my yeah. wheelhouse. But this is a good beer. Like, this is something, like, if I had food with it, like, mm-hmm. pairing this with food would be amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Actually, a good IPA for, like, a Christmas dinner almost, even. Oh, yeah. It has, like, that ginger beer, once again, which is what I'm getting. It would almost yeah. be, like, on point for that. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. put you, yeah. like, in the, in the cheer mood. yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, Grandma's just down in the gin. I don't know what your guys' family Christmases are like, but uh, <laughs> not. Like, I don't have family Christmases, so. All right. Um, so what we usually do now is we go through and we give the uh, the beer rating out of 10. You do not have to rate if you don't want to. I'll rate um, that sound good right. shit. All right. <laughs> some, some people care. Some people don't. So I always try to give you the opt out. Oh, balls with the walls this. All right. So, Serena. I will give this an eight. An eight. All right. That's I think that's might be one of the highest ratings you've given for, on the show. I know. And for an IPA, like I mean I like IPAs, but I'm not a like you know, that's not usually what I go for, but I would totally choose this if would I were to Would you like bar. a bigger glass to put some more in? Yeah. Want a ladies' glass? <laughs> Thank you. I'm hoarding them over here for some reason. Pass this your way. Okay. They gave me like five glasses like I would need them. <laughs> right? well, I just These put them on the table and it just mats out. All guests get five glasses. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give it a 7. 7? All right. I'm going to split the difference and say 7.5. Ooh. 7. Uh, I was going to give this a 7.5 as well. It's uh, I like the balance. Um, <clears throat> I like the Midwest IPAs and like the No Coast and stuff. But... IPA regions are so dumb. <laughs> I know it's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I know, yeah. no, I know. But that's... I, yeah. like, I, I like that one. I like all of them. That's but true. They're just they're different. Um, wow. But I, I like the I like the juniper that kind of gets in there with the resin. I think it complements well, and I think it works well. I'm gonna be the uh, the outlier here and do a six and a half. That's good. Like, man, per, that's still uh, personal good preference. Rating. I don't. Yeah, I, it's just I, I, I just it's not, I'm not feeling it right now. Maybe it's the pumpkin beer in my glass. Maybe like you should go lower it. because six point five <laughs> is still above average. Well, yeah, 
I don't maybe it's you, not a bad beer because okay. okay. uh, you're dogging it and then you're like it's above average with the score. Well, but. yeah, no, it, yeah, it's it's a it's a good beer. It's just okay. Like, Except we don't we don't all grade like you, Rick, where you just give it a flat out two two. I don't give things flat. I barely give flat out twos. <laughs> Unless happened it's one sa- time. No, occasionally, like times. with sours, but I preface it and also exclude my score from the like general. Yeah, that's but, true. I, I I I don't know. It's just just seeing what you thought, man. The Department of Offense presents news Banjos. with Casey. That's me. That's him. News you do that every week. Shows. I he do. Does. <laughs> That's me. That's me. Like that's not canned. He just don't have that in the. No, it, it, that it, that ruins the authenticity. <laughs> Fair enough, man. He really does too. <laughs> He's so excited. It's him that well, he that's does when Casey's not on the show because because it, it still <coughs> says time for the news with Casey, and so you have to just we, kill it before it's or Casey. Else, or else well, everybody been, says. Carlos over the top there, of Casey. Yeah, there was like a week or two that I did news and everyone yelled Rick over top of it. Like, that's how we do it. We don't change it. We just yell over it. Like, we got this made. Let's just go with it. Pretty much. <laughs> All right. Uh, more churches are putting on bizarre Christmas spectaculars involving, the, uh, involving live camels and angels on stilts to woo worshipers over the holiday season. Important um, to woo them. I want my Jesus to be ten feet tall. Some churches in sure. England have turned to live animals in an attempt to attract churchgoers, while others are considering conducting their nativity uh, service in a barn in the Ooh. hope of putting on an exciting show. Insurers, uh, <laughs> that makes sense. They're Anglican. Uh, insurers uh, ecclesiastical, which insures most of the UK's uh, an- Anglican churches, say it has. That's what you said. <laughs> has been flooded with unusual queries uh, in the run-up to Christmas. Uh, Helen Richards, a manager there, said, We've had some bizarre conversations and some really interesting requests uh, from our church customers. One customer called to ask if they would be covered if they held their nativity service in a barn, and another wanted to know if angels on stilts would be covered under their policy. (laughs) Is it okay for me to interrupt during this? Yes, I have multiple questions. Oh, yeah, no, interrupt interrupt freely. What what was the word, inquisical, or...? You had a weird ass word in there. Uh, like way up. I don't know. Way Anglican? No, not that oh. one. Uh, insurers considering conducting their activities. Inquisical or something like that. I think you said. Bizarre spectators. Inquisical. Like. Inquisical. Okay, Inquisical. I, just missed, yep. I didn't hear you right. Yep. Okay, never yeah. mind. I was trying to find it. Yeah, never mind. Uh, oh, ecclesiastical. Yeah, that was it. it. That's that's what the insurance company is called. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I was fine. like, I, I get it. I'm, f- I'm from like central Wisconsin more, and we're not as smart that way, but like, <laughs> a little further away from the city, you know. Well, I like that. That's on... your question, not like, why are they having camels? <laughs> I don't know. That, the rest of that makes complete sense. <laughs> What's that word? I like or angels that, like, on stilts. They're having it in a barn in hopes to make it more exciting. Yeah. Because everything's more exciting <laughs> if it's in a barn. I was raised in a barn. It's not. <laughs> not, right. not, not, not. I don't know. You put a bar, you put a dance in a barn, then it's a barn dance, and then you got yourself a hootin' nanny. It's pretty yeah. fun. Unless so dancing is out loud in your town. for sure. <laughs> Once again, lived on a farm my whole life. Never been to a hootin' nanny. <laughs> that that is something people live in a city. Go. Those but, fuckers are having a hoot nanny out there. But have you ever? We're been not. To a no one knows down. how to dance. Dancing's for ladies. We don't do it. Have you ever been to a hoedown? No. Once again, it involves dancing, and men don't dance. I've been to a hoedown. Dancing is for ladies. And there's yeah. no ladies in Central Wisconsin. I also spent time. <laughs> That's where the men are, men and the women are too. <laughs> 
I spent time living That's in Texas. I heard we have hoedowns. East Coast. <laughs> In Fair Texas, enough. there are hoedowns. I'm just going to say. Well, I mean, I can't Wyoming, speak for there Texas. are nannies. I can't speak for What's those that? states. I don't I know what you guys do up here. What all y'all do up here. <laughs> but I don't know what a hoot nanny is. I've actually never heard of that. <laughs> but I know about hoedowns. That, that was a really long way to get around to you saying. You well, know I know about hoedowns. Uh, hoot nanny is a hoedown, basically. Yeah, same, okay. same difference, okay. really. Live music and well, dancing. Well, well, you see, you learn something every day on, right. on the de- Department yeah. of Defense. <laughs> Uh, sorry teaching. for interrupting. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. And that's that's the point of this. We have crazy stories, and you interrupt, <laughs> and we go on tangents. All right. Uh, Miss Richards said her favorite uh, was any advice on bringing real camels into a church. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Um, and she says that we are very much an enabler when it comes to things like this. <laughs> because, of course, the insurance company would be like, all right, let's see what kind of claims we get this yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> So we can deny them. I don't know. If I own an insurance company. (laughs) Denied. If I own an insurance company and they were like, do you think it'd be okay if we had people on stilts next to wild animals, basically? (laughs) Oh, and lit candles. I would be like. Gotta be lit candles, too. If I were in charge, but not like personally financially responsible, I'd be like, absolutely, I'll cover it. I want to see, because I want you to do it. Uh, see, I yeah, would, I would stand next to a camel place. on stilts for sure. I want to see what happens. <laughs> see, I would do things like put weird stipulations on it. Well, you can, but everyone in the cast has to wear goggles. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Safety glasses for everyone. Just Rubber like they for did everyone. in Jesus' yeah. time. Yeah, you have to put booties on the camel. <laughs> you have to have a farmhand right nearby with a shovel in case they shit inside the church. In case an impromptu baking happens, one person in the cast has to wear oven mitts all the time. See, like, I want like to just f- weird stuff. Just put it in there. Just do it. I want to make fun of this, but we also had donkey basketball when I was in high school. We literally brought donkeys into the gymnasium. That's we, awesome. We rode them and played basketball. I want to do that. <laughs> what? Right. I don't know where you grew where up. Where is but this I, on I YouTube? Mean, I lived in Texas and I didn't even do that. So I, my donkey was named Super Stupid. And I, I rode really him stuff to victory it. multiple times. Yeah, I, I thought we did weird stuff in Texas, yeah, but yeah. y'all y'all got it got it made. There's up a here. Wikipedia page on donkey <laughs> basketball. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah, yeah. And it is on YouTube. All right. I know what I'm doing later tonight. <laughs> I feel like I they remember did when I was a kid at the high school and all the teachers were doing it for really? something. Really? Yeah, for some rally or something, hmm. a pep rally or something. I remember when I was a kid and all the high schoolers would bring their rifles to school and put them in their locker for shooting class after school. Shooting yeah, class. Yeah, we didn't do that. I remember Not that. shooting class. No, shooting class. You don't you don't do shooting. Right. You do shooting. That's true, you're right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was it just a crap league. But okay, it was what shooting Trap class. League. How is that different from shooting class? I don't remember what it was called. Matt. I didn't get to live there class. long enough to to learn the the vernacular. Uh, but I know basketball has been practiced in the United States since the 1930s. Of course it has, because that's it's not so. even like an old <laughs> thing. No, that sounds like a Great Depression thing where they're like. Well, we can't afford to do something cool. Cindy Danky definitely rode a donkey and played, and Mary Waters, also DJ's grandma. I, this is all coming back to me. It is an actual thing. flashbacks about donkey basketball. Yeah, I can't remember what the event was. Well, we got tired of throwing it was dirt a- clods at each other. <laughs> Jimmy it was grabbed at the a middle donkey. school one year. Cool. My mom was stitching her clothes together. I'm going to ask her about that the next yeah. time I see her. I have pictures of it somewhere on my computer. <laughs> 
More than 270 guns were turned in during a weapons buyback event in San Francisco this past Saturday. The buyback was held on Howard Street in the south of the market area, where police collected handguns, shotguns, high-powered rifles, um, and even an AT4 anti-tank weapon. Because <laughs> why is that in San Francisco? I don't know why anyone would give that up. If I had it, I'd be like, no, this is mine. Like, for sure. I don't think it's easy to come by those. No, probably not. I don't know anyone who has one. Need to go I think like if they were like, that. we're going to buy back any weapon you have, I'd be like, I don't have this one. That's under my bed. <laughs> that is mine Just now. in case a tank comes to my house. Uh... Uh, community leader Rudy Rudy Corpus Jr. Uh, said, "We got a bazooka off the streets. We got a cannonball off the streets. We got assault rifles. We got everything that you can name that could destroy a whole universe, and we got rid of them within hours." Well said, Rudy. He doesn't know how to destroy the universe really. Well. <laughs> the whole really? universe. Yeah. The whole right. universe. He doesn't like, understand how the universe. No, works. you could fire every one of those into the sky, and nothing would happen. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Well, the cannonball, actually, that would probably do something on its way back down. No, Carlos, I'm, I'm talking about, like, if it actually made it out into space where the universe exists. Oh, all right, yeah, <laughs> if you're firing guns Like, if it just went into space, I, I don't know how you shoot the universe. I assume it has to leave the atmosphere. <laughs> but if it did so, we would have, like, nothing would happen. Oh, no, and if you could just shoot a bazooka into space, our space program would be so much larger. <laughs> and it would be awesome. Just <laughs> yeah. have every redneck in there. I don't know, I don't know, like, about you guys, but one of my goals in life just became to shoot a bazooka into the sun. <laughs> so I'm just going to say that. I think that it would be less... Uh, like much less satisfying than you would want yeah, it to be. Yeah, because once it leaves no, sight, because the it would satisfaction be very for me would be in the story. Yeah. I know nothing would like you wouldn't see it at all. Also, yeah. it would get stuck. You'd have to do a lot of. It'd uh, be very math. difficult. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, well, easier, math, maybe shoot though. a bazooka at the sun from a lot space. Of, like, is what I'm saying. Like, easier to fire the bazooka. I just out want to tell the of story. our solar system <laughs> than to hit the sun. Yeah, but like if you shot it at the moon, you could at least see the explosion. I don't really want to fuck with the moon because that does a lot of stuff here. Yeah, but a, a one bazooka and the sun it. doesn't well, really. I, I, <laughs> but the sun wouldn't be affected, and the moon probably wouldn't be either. But I, sh I, I don't want to f start fucking with the moon. If I start shooting bazookas at the moon, other people are going to want to do it, and then fucking Trump's going to be like, "Let's nuke it too," and then we're going to have a whole yeah, issue. We don't, we don't need it. <laughs> we didn't need it. I'm going to start something that doesn't need to happen. But if I shoot a bazooka at the sun, I just have a story. I think, that and then you Trump have... can shoot a nuke at the sun, and still nothing. Okay, will first happen. of all, how are you getting this up into like? It doesn't matter. We, we I'm not talking of... about specifics. Are you I'm gonna be like that? that flat? Logistics awesome. are irrelevant. It is. Are you gonna be like that because flat earther still... who built a rocket out of a Winnebago? <laughs> what? I don't even know that story. I'm already uh, against it because that's dumb. But. No, it worked for Lone Star. I man. don't know anything about it, but I'm against it. <laughs> I'm against it. No, there's. This I heard like the the limited number of words you said, and I already know that doesn't make any no, sense. It's a, it's a story we had on the show a few weeks ago. This this flat earther in California who is going to launch his homemade rocket that he made out of used RV parts. Hmm. Can he please go with it? No, he's 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 riding it, and he's going to take it up and take pictures oh, good, to prove good. the theory. But his, good, good, good. Uh, his I'm glad Winnebago he's going not, with his Winnebago does not come with John Candy, yep. though. and he was not able to get the permits to do Barf. it. <laughs> Give him a permit, please. <laughs> Let him shoot himself into the fucking Did sky. You? He's going to explode, and then we'll be done with him. It'll be fine. 
A German bank worker who spent half of 2017 hand-counting two and a half metric tons, or 5,500 pounds, of coins finally finished his monumental task this week. Um, the coins had been collected by a former truck driver over 30 years of travels and bequeathed to his family. He had packed the roughly 1.2 million coins into hundreds of freezer bags. The coins were in one and two cent denominations, the smallest units of the Deutschmark, uh, which was the currency of the Federal Republic of Germany until the introduction of the euro in 2002. Um, yeah, so a lot of these coins were also stuck together, so they couldn't just feed them through a machine. They say they don't have a coin star. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, what did he do? He counted millions of dollars yep. of like one and two cent that coins. Is yeah, an interesting uh, I held story each. I held each there. piece in my hand. He said, "I quite enjoyed doing such things, so that in that sense, it wasn't a problem." In that sense, Get well, it? in that sense, it wasn't a problem. <laughs> He's a punny. He's a punny German. <laughs> yeah. like, the funniest one, probably. Like he probably has his own stand-ups. I don't now. understand. He made the a joke. joke. Uh, the coins total Sense. around uh, 8,000 euros. Oh. Um, Thanks. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, why? I was trying to, th- I was still in the train, like, it's got to be a German word. And I was thinking, like, <laughs> I just don't know. But I got you now. I'm on the same page. All right. That's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, no, so yeah, it was only about, well, I mean, it was 8,000 euros in, in coins, but that's 30 years of change. That's a lot of euros. And it's all in like one or two cent. That's a lot. Hopefully he no, was it's thinking, a lot of hopefully coin. he wasn't thinking there was going to be more than that, though. Well, I mean. I mean, you probably were. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like over 30 years, he's just for... putting pennies in freezer bags. And how disappointed are you, like, as, like for your inheritance, you get, like, 300 freezer bags full of pennies? <laughs> I have to imagine the German, <laughs> like, I have to imagine the government was like, fuck, this is a lot of shit that we didn't account for. Also, it's currency that's not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're probably like, eh, if we would have had this, we wouldn't have had to go to the euro. Like, we didn't know that. <laughs> This shit existed. This guy was just hoarding all of these. That's true. We were running out of metal, and he had it all. A <laughs> uh, Canadian man says he's broke after the United uh, Parcel Service lost track of his inheritance. The intended uh, $846,000 delivery, but those are Canadian dollars, so it's really like 200 bucks, I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, delivery was, uh, was a bank draft uh, from TD Canada Trust, which still hasn't refunded the lost fortune 10 months later. Instead, UPS offered an apology and a $32 check to pay for the mailing costs. <laughs> <laughs> so he obviously didn't put insurance on that thing? No, uh, they they did insure it. Uh, but because like it was a it was a check like they wouldn't cover the full cost of it, uh, and the bank told them that this was the safest way in which to. But if it's a check and them. nobody cashed it, then can't yeah. He's well, like, it, it was it, so it's not a not a check. It's a hang on. Um, it's a bank draft. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't so know. So maybe like a cashier. Yeah, probably check like some sort of, of like cashier's check thing. Where it's, so wouldn't still, that come into the same thing though, or it doesn't really matter if nobody cashed it and you'd be able to track it? If no, if you it? take out a cashier's check, that money's gone. Yeah, cashier's it's check is in basically there. cash. Yeah. Oh. Like it gets taken out of your bank account when you do it. To be honest, I'm not all surprised. I used to work for UPS for about two years. Shit happens. <laughs> 
I think that UPS is my favorite dicks of the year for this. Well, it, so oh, the best part is is like the, the like the bank that it was sent from and the guy are only two hundred and fifty miles apart. I'm sorry for $846,000 I would have driven. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go pick it up, deposit it in a branch of my bank that's there. Get yeah. a like, hotel. Why that's transfer. I mean, wire to be honest, <laughs> that's kind of on you, bro. <laughs> or else there's like PayPal were, options nowadays. There's everything. They were delivering it by pony, and the pony got shot. And <laughs> Like, it doesn't matter if you don't have enough money to go get it. You will when you get there. You can float someone. Like, someone can float yeah. you that gas cost. Open up a credit card <laughs> just for that trip. Yeah. <laughs> you but can no, get there. Technically, though, that, that money still exists, though, somewhere. Like, Somebody has it. Like, that money still is in a pile and digits somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but the, the bank doesn't want to claim responsibility for it, and UPS doesn't want to claim responsibility for it. Well, the bank doesn't it. want to let go of that money. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, kind of what we're that's at. really what it is. Yeah. Why would they? Uh, and yeah, so because I mean, your money's theoretical. Like they don't take your dollars and put them in a safe for you. They they go in like a what? numbers. <laughs> what I don't understand. <laughs> Mind blown. That's why I only put my my money in a safety deposit box. <laughs> All my money fives. is in gallon bags that I'm gonna carry Casey, you for are, the next several years. You are one hundred percent not careful enough for that to be true. No. <laughs> <laughs> Casey is far too trusting of it, like any system. Like, oh, you want to? Hey, here's all my money. Like, you're the last guy to be hiding bank notes in your walls. Yeah, bank <laughs> notes. All my money is 100% digital. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like I, cash. It's dirty. I don't either. And I'm not saying I do that either. I'm just saying you are the guy who's like totally like. Why would you have cash? <laughs> I have a card that has it. Hey, my bank is insured. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm good to well, go. Well, this guy's bank's insured, yeah. too, but they're don't, like, fuck you. Don't use UPS to get your money, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that was a bad idea. That is a bad decision. <laughs> like He should have gone and driven there and gotten it. Well, yeah, and, like, that's just a fun weekend trip, you know? Yeah. You drive somewhere. Well, And then you have always... $800,000 right. when you get there. <laughs> that's the best vacation when you get $800,000 when you arrive. <laughs> like, that's the vacation I would take for sure. I still don't know why I just didn't wire it to another bank. Like, that you lose a percentage. There's a lot of questions yeah, here, he Matt. Yeah, he didn't want to lose the he percentage. He did the worst but possible option. But I'd rather option. lose 800. <laughs> Matt's being extra logical today. Yeah, I don't it's like just it. just like on a level. No nonsense Matt's just with like, Matt today. No, you, like that percentage would be like out of that large of amount of money would be pretty large. It'd be far better just to go in person with like huh. the... Or- credit card or something. I'd rather lose that percentage than lose all the money. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I don't know. I think this guy's a real dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> well, he's Canadian. I'm not going to engage in that. We're way too close in to Canada. In case we have to Canadian listeners. But oh, I know we have Canadian listeners that we've already offended multiple times. <laughs> I'm about to almost be a Canadian. I'm sorry. Crane Lake. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 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 My family's from Canada. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Four generations ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. They they, they, they saw the light and came to America. <laughs> well, there's right. a light on over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So that's that's it for news today. We're gonna be we're done right. with that now. We've learned all we need to know about the world, and now we're gonna learn some things about Lazy Monk. 
Oh, shit. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Troy, I'm, I'm sorry. Now, now's the part where you actually have to do the work, and I get to sit back a little yeah. bit. Are we still recording or are we pausing? Oh, we're still recording. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, he's... Yeah. yeah. Okay, never mind. He just pops up. Ah, yeah. Lazy Monk. It's a fun brewery. Visit it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> End of interview. That's, right. That's a sales pitch. Well, that was easy. That's a sales pitch. No, but uh, if you're not familiar, Lazy Monk is the oldest brewery in Eau Claire. Thank you, Northwoods, for moving. And uh, <laughs> now we can tote that. But we've been around since 2010. Our owner is Lausch Frank. He is, <laughs> he is uh, from the Czech Republic when uh, or Czechoslovakia was still together. He immigrated here about oh, 20 years ago. And uh, 2010, he decided to start brewing beer. And uh, we do mostly German and Czech styles. Obviously, we are a craft brewery in America, so we do make American craft styles on top of that. But the vast majority of our beer are lagers. We do a ton of lagers. And, you know, if you're a beer enthusiast, you know lagers aren't the easiest thing to produce on a larger scale because of the aging time and all the nonsense that comes along with it. So, yeah, it's fun, though. I mean, we... Uh, yeah, I brought like five samples. Yeah, Carlos, for us. you wanna you wanna spin yeah, like, around and grab some cans? There's a can difficult. Not not that one. We'll start with the first not that one. one. Not come on, man. Honestly. Jeez, Carlos, <laughs> you've been <laughs> doing this how long? One will just say Bohemian Pilsner on it. Just yeah, you know, just yeah, pull, pull it's, them all on the table. Oh my to god, I'm so excited. To be fair, our cans are all exactly the same except for stickers on the bottom. Oh okay. Because we're cheap. By we, I mean the boss is cheap. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with this guy. I brought a ton. We can uh. You know, just take some down and pass it around. All right. Yeah. Ninety-nine bottles of beer on the wall. So yeah, this is our flagship beer, Bohemian Pilsner. Uh, it's the I like to call it the beer that built the brewery. We're gonna have a little Thank bit of you. dead air while we're pouring beer. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Somebody sing a song real quick. Woo-hoo! Hey, we got Rick coming down the stairs. Um, the cool thing about our... So, no, this is a Czech-style pills as opposed to a German. Uh, there is a fine distinction, and sometimes we find catch people off guard because typically in Wisconsin, German pilsners are made on a larger scale than Czechs. So this is going to have a bit more bite to it. It's still crisp and clean, has a bit more hot presence. I got one here. And it also has a, a little less sweetness that you get in a German. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that is, uh, that on, is uh, on point for what... No, essentially the goal is to make the beer taste exactly the same way as the beer does in Czechoslovakia, or okay. Czech Republic. So we buy all of our grains and hops from there because of, like, you know... Uh, it was actually an interesting experiment done because Saz hops were used in this, where they brought Saz hops over to the United States and started growing them in Wisconsin, and mm-hmm. they end up becoming tasting like more like magnum hops, which do really well in the state of Wisconsin, which would then indicate that the terroir... Yay, wine terms. Wine terms. The terroir <laughs> of uh, Czech Republic uh, is better making for that earthier taste in the Saz hops than Wisconsin soil is. So hence, because of that, grains, hops, everything has to come from Czechoslovakia or Czech Republic now in order to get that authentic flavor, which is where Pilsner hails from. Pilsen, the, the home of Pilsner in Czechoslovakia or Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh. Obviously, I, I've done this spiel once or twice. Just now, yeah, <laughs> just a couple of two, three. Times. Uh, yeah, it's my, my entire life. It's an interesting fact that I isn't know uh, myself. 
is like there's a there's a town in Czechoslovakia, uh, the Czech Republic called yeah. uh, like Budweiser or something, right? It's like it's, it's, it's like Budweiser. Yeah, and so they <laughs> and there's a brewery there that makes Budweiser, and they've been sued so many times. Well, they, they make they make <laughs> what Budweiser used to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, my understanding Wait. was is that like Budweiser like came from the Czech Republic. Like, they tried to yeah. use that recipe, uh, and, like, that's as, what they tried to do. In my career, I have sold Budweiser, unfortunately, as a sales rep. And uh, before, I mean, when you go through the Budweiser indoctrination training, as I like to call it. <laughs> um, Is it kind of like clockwork orange? Uh, <laughs> you make that joke, but it's, it's more real than you think, man. Uh, Ah, uh, you know, they're like, Budweiser hasn't changed their recipe since whatever I've the fuck here. some shit. And then they're like, in World War II, we put rice in it because war. Beachwood aged. And I'm like, so. They needed the metal Your video war. contradicts itself, you know. <laughs> I am half listening. And I noticed this. But Budweiser aside, no one really cares about that. Yep. So, yeah, this is our, our textile <laughs> pills. Meant to be not overly complicated. It's so good. This oh, is my favorite kind of beer. Like, it's ridiculously I'm, easy drinking. Yeah, I'm like a big fan of just like, I just want a nice beer. And I've never had better beer than I have had when I was in the Czech Republic. And I'm so fucking excited about this beer right now. You're my favorite person in the room right now. <laughs> Winner. Thanks. I didn't even know that uh, Czech Republic was uh, known for their beer. I mean, that's where, that's where uh, I mean, they have some. I mean, in, in many ways, the Czech Republic, and once again, this is a indoctrination training coming out, um, is the home of loggers. I mean, it was it 1852 or 752? 1752 when the logger revolution happened, and that was the first time it was made in a mass production in Czechoslovakia, or at the time it would have been whatever fucking empire, Ottoman or something like that. And that's where this all, like Budweiser, Miller, all that hails from that region, so... Yeah, it's a you know it's a storied place of beer. Yeah, yeah, this is fantastic. Um, all right, so you guys do like the traditional mm-hmm. like, Czech beers. Um, is that like does he? Uh, do you guys do a lot of like stuff outside of that range, or do you just kind of stick towards it? Um, well, you know, we have fourteen tap lines in the in the brewery. All yours, or do you? Do uh, we have two guest lines, so twelve are ours, I guess. Okay. We have two guest lines, uh, permanent guest lines. Rup beer from Sand Creek, and then Sand Creek's hard lemonade because ugh. <laughs> um, it, 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 it's a good beer, but we don't want to make it. I, uh, why do people keep calling that a beer? I don't. Yeah, Mike's hard lemonade, whatever. You know? Yeah, no, I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it, it, it does well with the with a lot of the women that come in, and we sell a ton of it to them. Like their husbands want beer, and the women are like, "I don't want beer," and we're like. <laughs> I, got this I actually wish that there were more places that did that because that keeps me from going to some breweries oh. I'm with my girlfriend because she'll yeah. be like, because she doesn't want beer. And I'll be like, eh, well, we can't go to Pitchfork then. They got Sand Creek, huh? Yeah, Pitchfork started doing that. Okay. Yeah. We were the, we were, because. Uh, but there's some places where, like, well, a lot of places where it's like, I can't go there because they have beer or non-alcoholic. Yeah. And she doesn't want either of those. Well, and you've, you've seen, like, I. At least, like in my personal experience, I've seen a lot of breweries kind of doing something like that, Which where they're is great. doing where they're yeah. doing like coffee, or they're doing their own sodas, or they're doing kombucha or something beer adjacent, but not yeah know, for the kids. Well, <laughs> yeah, the soda part for the yeah. children. <laughs> so, like something with alcohol that's not beer, I think is a great idea to put in a brewery mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. not everyone that goes in there wants to be there. 
necessarily. Yeah. We call those hostages. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean my, my girlfriend appreciates that I like beer, and she tries. She doesn't like it. And so it's nice when there's somewhere I can be like, they have a cider, and then I can go. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the cider problem is uh, well, that's, it, it, that's a different it, not reason. necessarily yeah. like a cider, but whatever. Like, we would it, love to have cider, but they have non beer issue. Right. Even even if you're not brewing it and just serving it, is there a licensing yeah, issue? Yeah, because okay. uh, we have a brewer's license <clears throat> as and opposed you, to a class A or class B. Okay, so. sure. Um, but either way, like whatever it is, like they have something that's not beer is a nice thing to be able to tell someone who doesn't like beer. Second favorite guy in the room now. Thank you. <laughs> And then, my ideas are good. <laughs> <laughs> but but then what's nice also is if they have a l- real light beer that I can be like, try this. Yeah, I, d- I didn't bring our real light beer. We have a we have the I call no, it I, the, I, the bush light con- uh, conversion beer. We, you know, we, well, that's perfect. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. trying to get my girlfriend to like beer, so I'm just like giving her things that I say is like, this isn't really. Well, it's beer. like what we did with you and sours. We just kept yeah. inundating you with them. <laughs> like until you slowly, like conversion like, therapy. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're gonna like this. You're gonna like it or you're gonna die. <laughs> but I'm not getting her in there unless they have not beer. Rub yeah. his face in it. Yeah. So. Uh, so how long have you been with uh, Lazy Monk? Oh, uh, I've only been there since April. Okay. So what what brought you there was that? Um, well, I was a craft beer sales rep for Bills Distributing uh, out of Menominee. So River Falls and Hudson were my territory. I sold Nuglaris, Rush River. Uh, Did you also, have, ever come on with uh, Jared when he stopped at Emma's? Jared, no, me and Jared, uh, we had different accounts, but I know okay. Jared, yeah, he's a good guy. I don't know if you, you look familiar, so after no, you said Bill's, I never, like, oh, maybe I did see you at Emma's at least I never, time. never wrote of Jared on that okay. one. Um, crazy guy, too, but anyways. <laughs> uh, so I was selling craft beer, and I live in Eau Claire, so if you do the math, that's a lot of driving. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just got really tired of it one day, and I've been friends with Wyosh for years. He was the first guy, I'm also involved in Taproom Travelers, and he was the first guy who let us come into the brewery and poke around and make fun of him and whatnot. So I walk in there one day, I'm like, Leosh, I had a bad day at work. I'm like, Leosh, you should offer me a job so I can quit mine and come work for you. I live literally one minute away from the brewery. He just looks at me, he's like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and then, uh, I was like, I was shocked. Job you can't ever. see me, but I was shocked, you know. <laughs> and then uh, uh, from there, he then, uh, you know, back and forth emailing for a while, and then uh, I came on board. So. It's an amazing job, and I love the place so, so much because I don't have to drive to Hudson anymore. I still drive to Hudson to sell beer, but, you know. Yeah, like but once, you don't, once you a don't week. have to do it every day. Yeah, I can spend all my week in Eau Claire if I want to, and it's fun because I, you know, I have a video background. Uh, I was uh, initially a film major and have an art or kind of an art background, so I can help them with their logos and design and kind of bring some more youthful vigor to the company, uh, you know. It's kind of the hard part is you're selling an old traditional styles of beer in a ever changing craft market that's always looking for the newest hop yeah. or the newest whatever the fuck. Pardon my French. Um, so it's kind of nice to, yeah, yeah. So okay. I, I like with like you guys definitely aren't like uh, I, what's I'm trying to think of the the right the right phrasing for this, but you're not trend chasing by no means. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you, are, is that is that like a big obstacle to overcome, or is that kind of do you do you find your niche there? You have the people who yeah. just want beer. It's it's weird. Um, it's it's a mixed bag question. Uh, some places won't even talk to you because they don't have the trendy shit, and they just like get out of town. And then like <laughs> uh, we have a ton of places over like in the Oshkosh area, 
that you send out an email like, hey, I'll be in Oshkosh. Anyone want beer? And we'll, also, we'll, you know, we'll bring a truckload of beer oh, to Oshkosh. Really? Wow. And I mean a truckload. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oshkosh, my gosh. <laughs> Oshkosh, my gosh. <laughs> so, you know, uh, more beer savvy people sometimes. Like, we don't. We almost don't do well with the mid crowd. That makes sense. The really beer savvy people like our stuff because they understand the difficulty of a lager, the the history behind the lagers that we're brewing, and then like your dad likes lagers, so we do really well with those guys. It's like that mid crowd who just wants a brace of IPAs and boozy stouts that I right. can't win in those yeah. categories. It seems, but you know what? I'll take everyone else, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Can't yeah. win them all. Well, you guys make the, uh, I guess, the drinking man's beer. Like... Um, that's my nickname for the Pilsner. It's, it's the Brewer's Pilsner. <laughs> we Brewers come through and they're always like, oh, this Pilsner is amazing. And I'm like, yeah, because you're a brewer. Yep. You, you understand. You can understand a Pilsner. And it's, and, it's, and it's a tricky flagship, to be honest with you. It's easy to have an IPA for a flagship or some weird shit like that. But, right. Uh, or like a big weird. Well, you can stout. you can hide stuff in an IPA. Yeah. You can't hide anything in a pilsner. Yeah, so it's you know it's you walk into brew like what's your or a new bar and like what's your flagship? I'm like a pilsner. And yeah, it's, <laughs> well, it's just an unusual thing. And they're just like, flagship. I don't want you here. <laughs> <laughs> you make us look bad. Leave me alone. <laughs> but you know, a lot of brewery craft breweries haven't necessarily done right by the pilsner in my yeah. opinion a lot of a lot of breweries make pilsners that's their throwaway your dad's going to come in with the hostages as i like to call them <laughs> will come in and they're like ah they got a pilsner and it's the same with Kolsch or blondes often get pushed on that crowd so there has been a lot of uh in my opinion uh, which is awfully humble i hope is uh people just kind of ignore it and they're like yeah we made a pilsner light as body possible for you but if you drink our pilsner it has like a ton of flavor i'd like to yeah think. yeah <laughs> you know, pilsner is like it's it's a fantastic style. Mm-hmm. Like a well-made mm-hmm. pilsner is one of the best things ever. Mm-hmm. But then you run into the pilsners like, like it's the fucking like IPL thing that's going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know where they're overhopping the pilsner and trying Goose to put Island. new world hops in it. Like <laughs> Goose Island rolled out their four-star pilsner. I was still working at a for the pils there, and they're like, ah, kids, pilsners and. Whoa, you know, because we're Anheuser, and that's the only thing we know how to make, and then we'll put more hops in it because kids like hops, right? I'm like, guys, uh. not in your pill. You don't, <laughs> you don't it, get that it. That is their mindset. That is their mindset. <laughs> yeah. And everyone, yeah. I'm definitely a bigger fan of Czech pills. I don't. I'm not a big fan of German pills. That bready stuff in Germany. God, you guys I are one of my heart's here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a time and a place for German pills. And but it's never it's, for me. It's, just, it's never it's summertime. Just never. <laughs> like that's a wintertime pills when you when you want to fill up a little bit. I'm gonna pass out the next beer because you know. yeah. Hey, yeah, we like hell. that. This is the only beer in a weird can because I like beer a lot. This is our second flagship. So initially, it was only these two beers. <laughs> I, for like the beer time. Okay. I like beer a lot. I like beer. I'm just saying. He's handing me Ooh. more beer. I'm gonna drink it. Now I have even more to say about this one, which oh, we do like more to say. What is which, ooh, what is this? Oh, this is a Bohemian dark lager. Lager. Um, I call this dessert on the beach because to me it is uniquely an uniquely profiled flavor. While beer, like it has all the flavor, you could eat it, drink it with the dessert, and it would pair well. But at the same time, it has a nice white body to it that it would go well on a beach. So. 
Everybody else we have is, a uh, stout like Using that. little tasting glasses, I see. That's okay. <laughs> no, that's fine, Carlos. I just... Yeah, I, Carlos is definitely getting got, after it over I here. I got a bunch of, like, beer remnants oh, It's here good. I, yeah, I have a lot of still, beers happening. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Because <laughs> we got mostly a full can here, too. And mm. This reminds me of that uh, that uh, Bauhaus, was the Schwartz beer. Was that the one we had on here? Mm. I really like yep. that one a lot. Yeah. Good. Yeah, this has a really good aroma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Now you guys can all because to me it, it has a nice kind of roasty body, but it has mm-hmm. a sweet finish. And there's a huge debate at the brewery on. I think it's a chocolatey finish. Leosh claims it's a caramel finish, and the war continues. Chocolate. Caramel. Oh. <laughs> oh, really? That's what that's I'm what chocolate. And that's, it's a wedge issue. It's a wedge issue. I'm a chocolate. It's chocolate for sure. I get chocolate. I think it's I'm just getting caramel. I'm getting like a little roast. <laughs> Carlos is like it's okay, roast even even I'm just <laughs> not he's the one that's not going to decide here. <laughs> no, I get I get the chocolate. Drunk. Who who is it of you two? The, the owner, Leosh. Yeah. He says caramel, I say chocolate. I say, I'm with you, I'm, I'm on the chocolate. Yeah, I'm on the caramel side, man. I think it's caramel. And the, and the war continues. <laughs> and, I, and what's interesting about How it... How to destroy like, friendships. <laughs> well, what's interesting about it is I can't even see the caramel. Like, I... Yeah, I don't I don't get zero caramel, I get pure chocolate. Yeah, that's finish. what um, I get, too. And usually we can figure out the... Uh, it's, it's... There's like a candy that... Uh, What's it's it comes in like a long like the the honey bee almost. Oh, like are you caramel. talking about O Henry? Yeah, bit of honey. Oh, bit, oh, of, bit honey. of honey. That's it. Yeah, Mm-mm. like almost like a bit of. Not honey even caramel. a little bit okay. to me. Never mind. Then I got nothing. <laughs> no. This well, way. like what we talk about a lot is like with uh, when we taste beers that are chocolatey or something. I will never eat chocolate. I hate chocolate. Hmm. I like chocolate in my stouts and like beer. Like I like the chocolate flavor. I like this a lot. And this tastes like chocolate to me. So we have a difference in opinion of maybe what chocolate even is. Well, that's true because like, it's caramel, not chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the cool thing is it's the, it, like no one's ever been able to decide this like yeah. literally. Yeah. Well, yeah. Palettes are so subjective. Yeah. Well, that, that's what it is. Right. It it tastes like chocolate to me, but in, in the good way. Like it doesn't taste like actual chocolate. It tastes like beer chocolate, mm-hmm. which is the good thing for me. Does somebody sell this almost beer like chocolate? an English <laughs> English toffee? I don't too. think that exists. Uh-huh. Well, you have to set a yeah. bad descriptor. Yeah. Yeah. Then you got the best of both worlds. Do you know uh, yeah. what yeast you guys are using in this? Um, it's a proprietary Super. lazy monk yeast. Okay. So, uh, oh wow, we have. He started with lager yeast <laughs> that I probably at this point couldn't even tell you what 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 it was to begin with, but he has bred it back. I think we're in our forty fifth generation of it. Oh, oh damn! So essentially, it's its own yeast now. It's become its own thing. But so in order to make a true lazy monk beer, you have to have. That very specific. Where yeast. do you uh, grow this or get this? Or? We have a garden out back. We grow. It. Now, are you, like, are you guys doing slides and the propagating up from that? Yeah, okay. it's it's like um, you ever made like old school bread wise. Uh, you'd make a batch of bread, you'd save a little bit, use that to start your next batch of bread, and then you save a piece, and that way you're always so you just, that's yeah, your starter. Yeast, yeah. yeah, and we keep more or less doing that in a in a brewer sense. So we've uh, we're in our like I said like our forty fifth generation. We obviously have to use different yeast when we make ales or our sour beer, but mm-hmm. 
Yeah. We, well, I I mean, usually, like, a lot of the brewers that we talk to, they're using, like, one of the big companies, they're using White Labs or oh, Waste yeah, yeah, or yeah. something like that. And they, like, they say after, you know, two, three generations, they see a massive flavor profile change. Yeah, I couldn't, I mean, I started, I've been going to Lazy Monk since it opened, and okay. I honestly, at this point, couldn't tell you what the what the flavor, I'm sure there is a, okay. a profile difference, but I, I don't know it off the top of my head. But, yeah, I mean, Laosh is, uh, he's an odd dude. He's uh, one of my favorite people on this planet, but he's an IT guy, so he's... he's Those fucking IT uh, guys, I don't know. Uh, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> you know, they think a, it tastes like caramel. He's an intense... <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is a common denominator. <laughs> right now, yeah, if only Pete was here, he could be the next mm-hmm. one. That's true. Uh, he's, uh, I'm, I'm not privy to all of his little secrets, but uh, he's an intensely smart dude who does things his very own way because he is a stubborn motherfucking... Uh, <laughs> I've heard stories. Yeah. Mega. <laughs> From Fredrickson. Mike Fredrickson is a good friend of ours, to be fair. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I never, right? Because we, Mike will put our beer on tap every once in a while. And we put his beer on tap. Yep. We, we switch kegs. And it's always fun, though. Mike's like, how's ah, Laosh done? And I'll tell him the newest weird Laosh story I had. And then he'll just laugh. And, yeah. <laughs> Pitchfork guys are pretty awesome dudes, though. Yeah. I, I like those guys. Yeah, it seems like you guys have a pretty tight oh, yeah, connection yeah. there. No, no, uh, they check our stock in Hudson, and I check their stock in Eau Claire. So, I mean, we're hey, it, it makes your job easier. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to drive to Hudson, <laughs> which makes me happy. <laughs> it's awesome. Not that there's not good bars and stuff in Hudson. Just you know, I'm yeah. old and I have a four month old drive. baby. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, well, congratulations on the baby. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna be four sleeping by ago. the time we're done with this. So. <laughs> <laughs> And we're just going to be getting started. Yeah. yeah. My wife was going to come with me because she can talk better than I can about most things. And she's like, what time is it? I'm like six o'clock on a Sunday. She's like, oh, no. <laughs> that is what, what, burning the midnight oil. Come on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about this beer, right? And that's what yeah. we were doing. Yeah. I yeah. completely yeah. got sidetracked. This is my favorite beer to sample to people at tastings and events because everyone's like you know uh, you get the girl in the group it's like i don't like dark beer and i'm like <laughs> yeah I you bet, will now i bet it... i can win you over with this and it has almost been an uh on like i'm batting 100 with it as far as winning people over no this is spectacular do you get the dark beer argument i like a lot? this a lot is that, uh, yes like Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, so what? Uh, besides just showing this, showing them this beer, like what's like when somebody says I don't like dark beer, I say it? never judge a beer by its color. Shut your eyes and drink this. Well, that's that's a thing though. Like people can see how dark a beer is and then just be like, no. Yeah. Well, like that's people see things and then they're like, that looks like a thing that I've had before. No. Ironically, my mom hates beer, and one day I was drinking, and like, I always make her try it just because I like watching her and punishing her for some reason because I'm a mean kid. <laughs> and uh, she hated every beer I've ever given her except for Shell's Chimney Sweep that tastes straight up like smoke. Is that the Chimney Sweep, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the Chimney Sweep. She's like, oh, that's really good. I'm like, <laughs> here, have ash. <laughs> She's like, mm, this is good. I'm like, Okay. Yeah, just uh, that 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 misconception of dark beer versus light beer is right. you know it's it's hard to wrap your mind around because sometimes darker well, beers are sweet and right. Well, and people don't realize that dark beers aren't all the same. Like, not all dark beers are stouts. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. somebody tries a stout and they don't like it, and then they're like, "That looks dark, like the thing I had that I don't like." That and uh, 
Wisconsin has a sweet palate. If you look That's at, true. If you look at yeah. state flavor profile-wise, Wisconsin has an incredibly sweet palate for a state. Oh, really? I have tons of... I've actually... I've seen that study, I got, too. I yeah. got tons of evidence to back this up, but I, I don't know how long this podcast is going to go for, so... <laughs> Until we're done. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, well, I'll back you up, because I actually was reading that, yeah. like, two weeks ago. I was uh, reading about it. Yeah, Wisconsin is a super sweet palate, so a lot of times if you get people, like, uh, they're, I don't like dark beers, I'm like, hey, I don't bartend that. I'm the backup bartender if everyone else is sick. They're like, ah, oh, get the fat kid, put him back there. <laughs> and... Uh, so when I bartend, somebody's like, I don't like sweet beer, or I don't like dark beers. I'm like, yeah, you like sweet things because you're Wisconsinite. I can tell. <laughs> Try this. This one tastes like caramel. So I don't give them this necessarily. We have other sweeter beers, like uh, like our Scott. We have a super sweet Scottish ale. And I give them that, and they're like, oh, my God. Or it's more of a Scottish ale than a Scotch, Scottish ale. And they're like, oh, that's super sweet. And I'm like, yeah, you like that, don't you? And that's our best-selling beers are sweet beers, sweet multi beers. Okay. Because people love, in the state of Wisconsin, love like our Oktoberfest as well because that's a sweet mm-hmm. lager. Hmm. Yeah. Is your guys' Oktoberfest like more like uh, like a Märzen or is it? Uh, it is the most more like a just a standard fest beer. Or? Uh you know I <clears throat> we sell a ton of it, so I'm gonna say it's the best Oktoberfest on the market because I want people to keep buying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, you know it, it straddles the fence pretty good. It has a it is nice and multi sweet flavor, but it's also super sessionable. Okay. So it kind of it kind of straddles the so fence. It's about the you know the eight percent fast beers you start seeing. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not um, summits you know eight percent Oktoberfest, nor is it Sierra Nevada's fast beer. It's yeah. very much in between those two. I don't like. This is a personal pet peeve yeah. of mine, but when you have a like an Oktoberfest that's getting up in that seven eight percent area. Like it's it's a beer that's you're supposed to drink a shit ton of. Yeah, that's the like, whole point. You're partying that's that's what you're doing. Fest. Like you're supposed to be just drinking a stupid amount of this beer. That's I, literally my sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, easy, sweet drinking beer. Drink three gallons at a time. Yeah. Like that's that's what Oktoberfest is for. The yeah. first Oktoberfest party. I was living in Pittsburgh at the time, and the first Oktoberfest party I went to of age legally was in a, a, a German brewery in Pittsburgh, and they literally, you bought milk jugs of, of Oktoberfest. <laughs> they sold you a milk jug. That sounds amazing. <laughs> that does sound amazing. Plastic milk jug. And there, there you go. And I'm like, well, okay. Where's your bathroom? Because I'm going to need it. <laughs> oh, no, you finish the jug and you fill it back up. Ah. Yeah, you're more resourceful than I am. <laughs> Don't hand it back to him. I'm going to go in the parking garage. They're going to kick you out. <laughs> Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. This. I think this is this is splendid. This is stellar. Yeah. Even even though we disagree on what the finishing well, flavor is, that's kind of the fun. Yeah. No matter what the is, finishing right? flavor is, it's a good beer. It is good. Yeah. It's like and that, that's what's that's what's cool about it. Like, we don't even taste the same thing, and it's good. Yeah. So that means good thing it's you really don't have good. descriptions you're on the can. The you're about to put the wrong beer in there, Ben. Did you just call me Ben? I said man. I heard oh. Ben. I, heard I ben. said Ben. I was wait what? I didn't, say, I, I didn't mean to say Ben. You said Ben. Okay. Stop complaining, Ben. <laughs> oh, you got you got a new podcast name. It sounds like. Yep. I'm just glad y'all told me because I was watching. I was like, been weird. Yeah, I was going to see what I just grabbed have. it because I thought it was still here. We but actually, Matt filled his up. That's every once in a while, we do do a a, a blend because we have a. 15 barrel fermenter, so we'll do seven, do seven barrels and seven barrels dark <laughs> and pilsner. Every once in a while, just to spice shit up in the tap room, and we yeah. call that our uh, Pivo de Monk. Okay. 
Yeah. Do you guys uh, do food in the tap room? No. No. Just beer. Okay. All right. If you haven't seen our tap room, our tap room is pretty cool. I, I unfortunately have not made it up to the tap room. I saw the outside of the building. No. <laughs> well, so my brother lived up there for three months, and he was like, "You gotta come up to the." So tap you guys room. are so cool. quite near Luther. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, our old tap room was on top of the hill in this like industrial space, and then Laos and Teresa have. Uh, very monot- uh, meticulously growing the business organically over the years, and then they about a little over a year and a half, two years ago now, okay, bought the space down on the water. So when I was going to school, I did clinicals at Luther. Yeah, okay. And I would drive by there at like six in the morning, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, ah, I wish you guys were open, because I'd see it. Cause I'd, <laughs> I'd be leaving Eau Claire to come back here. Yeah, but yeah, you guys are near Luther. Yeah, Luther and I've Hospital. seen that. Yeah, Solid Hospital. I live literally across the street. Yeah, so that's like that's how I know where you guys are because I'd see it and be like, it's not open, <laughs> and just like dreamily like be like, I wish I could go there, but I'm not gonna hang out in Eau Claire for six hours. <laughs> well, you're lost. Eau Claire's a pretty. Well, I like it's a town. Oh, Eau Claire's a town. But we're talking about after a twelve-hour clinical shift, I didn't get paid for. You know, uh, I wasn't gonna chill. Tomatoes, potatoes, man. <laughs> so I so, mean, but that's how I know where you guys are. So this is our IPA, and you're like, Troy, that's on a German style. I know. Um, <laughs> you can use your other mug there if you want. I don't, I don't he, I, we should have him more. He just has our conversations for yeah, us. Yeah, no, I like this. <laughs> There's a lot less work for me to do right now, and I love we it. We don't even have to Little come up with you know, thoughts. I am built to talk. <laughs> hey, you know, it's we've had, like, uh, Mike O'Hara from Swinging Bridge. You have to extract every sentence from him. Those guys are, <laughs> they were our number one Berliner Weiss account this year. They bought so much goddamn Berliner. Oh, and it, like, that Berliner was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, That they, they did the syrups, which is, like, how we serve yep. it, too, which we will only sell to a bar if they do a syrup of some sort. It doesn't have to be traditional, just any syrup. So uh, the beer we're about to open here is our IPA. Uh, you, uh, We had to make an IPA because you have to have an IPA. My wife is an IPA fanatic snob douchebag, I guess, in the most loving way possible. My wife is a douche. She loves IPA so much. <laughs> only will make IPA. Only my, she only drink IPA. So I set out with Laosh. I'm like, we need to make a beer that my wife will love. And this is that beer. I'm very proud of this one. Super operant for us, but you have to have it. We don't make any other IPAs. This is the one year around IPA we have. Oh, you guys have this one on all the time? Year-round. We sell it year-round. We don't make any other. We don't experiment with IPAs. We just have one. Just like, it's like, so people come to the tap room, like my wife, like, we got one for you. Don't complain. <laughs> We're doing this for you. We don't want to do we it. We don't want to do but it. But you made us do it. So that you'll be quiet. So, <laughs> did you guys just call it like the shut the fuck up IPA? I wanted to call it the begrudging IPA. <laughs> <laughs> because it took well, seven years to make one. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted a picture of him because like this is him on the cans. That's a caricature of him. That's literally what he looks like. Just... Him, that same camp, instead of like a smile, like a scowl. <laughs> I got shot down so, on that one. So they uh, took some uh, liberties on. Yeah. <laughs> we call it the Mad Monk IPA. I, I see that it's a sticker. Yeah. Do you yeah. really just take a sticker and slap it over yeah. the. Yeah, that's exactly pilsner. what we do. It's, it's the, the same can, pilsner. and you put a sticker over yeah. top of the other name. Yeah. yeah. I, I like it. that a lot. I that's amazing. It is. We can do a ton of varieties for minimal cost. That's a That's brilliant. 
Thank you. Yeah. How long have you guys been canning? Is that kind of from the start? Uh, they've sort been of canning three, four years. Okay. I can't. Yeah. All right. We still do growler sales like in the market too, kind of like pitchfork. Are you, are you okay. sure you just didn't buy an excess amount of pilsner cans? We do have it. Wayosh, and this is his words, not mine. Wayosh, if he was here right now, he'd say, "I'm a cheap bastard." <laughs> <laughs> What's the cheapest way to get this done? So, uh, and that is to buy an insane amount of one can, and, and then, then put and stickers then buy on them. stickers. <laughs> well, so before can- I noticed it was a sticker. Yeah. I was like, that's a super cool can because it's similar to the other one, <laughs> but has this. And then Pulled I noticed it's one. just a sticker. So I'm like, that worked out really well because I was like, that's awesome. I really want to know how labor intensive it is to put the stickers on. We have a guy named, guy named Ralph. He's our sellerman. He does that. I've never asked how long it takes him. <laughs> Ralph is the sticker guy. Yeah. I would totally put stickers on cans for money or beer. He has he has a desk that's just devoted to putting stickers on stuff. Yeah. And uh is it filled with stickers? I, I walk down there every once in a while I'll see him do it and I'm like, eh, I'm gonna go back upstairs. <laughs> I would totally Before want Ralph me to sticker help. cans. Do you want to put stickers on things? <laughs> yes I do, Stay. Ralph. Yes I do. Yeah. He's a good guy. He's usually like he's probably like listening to like a podcast or what. So your guys' podcast while he's doing it, right? Probably <laughs> are. Right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why right? he wouldn't be. Keep up the good work, Ralph. <laughs> so I think Ralph's awesome. This is our man. That's a good sticker job, right Ralph. He missed a can. <laughs> <laughs> don't criticize him. That's a good sticker job. I'm not even. I'm Ralph not even lying to you right now. He's put probably thousands. <laughs> That's a man who knows where a sticker goes. <laughs> you should see him scrapbooking. It's like an assassin. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, this is our, our IPA. It's more West Coasty, but it's citrus, it's pine, it's a little floral with an with a just good enough malt backbone to kind of carry it all. I like it a lot. My wife drinks a ton of it, which is in my world the, all the compliment I need. So. This is a super easy drinking IPA. Mm-hmm. You have a wife that drinks beer. That's just like that's. She a, drinks IPA. She doesn't drink beers. She drinks IPAs. Well, that's still a good thing. That's pretty amazing, though. That's that, a like, weird, you don't, like, yeah, you don't really only like beer, style. But you're yeah. just like, yes, I will it is drink interesting. that. I've lived with her now for ten years. And I don't. It's like what? I haven't figured head? it out yet. So. <laughs> well, this is a good. Uh, she doesn't like anything else. On a great occasion, she'll do a strawberry half of ice. Very specific. What she what did she drink before the craft? It's a weird She's a strawberry weird lady. She's a, like, I really like that strawberry banana flavor. Yeah. That's like, I like country or rap from Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, that's kind of it. Pretty much like there was a brewery in Pittsburgh where she's from that made straw. I had a strawberry half of oh. so she killed that. Then we and then she discovered IPAs one day out of nowhere, and it was like, yeah, I'm switching. Okay then. All right. I mean, getting your hands hands on an IPA is like a lot easier than getting your hands on a strawberry. Yeah, I mean that's probably a good move on her hand. Yeah, Yeah. 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 she does like an occasional sour. She's starting to tip into the sours a little bit, but like, hey, do you want a beer? Uh, Do you have any strawberry half (laughs) (laughs) of Shoot, we don't. Well, then no, I'm all right. No, I don't want any of your shit. In that case, you can leave me alone. (laughs) It is January. (laughs) (laughs) In Wisconsin. (laughs) Not those, just everywhere. Strawberries don't exist. And we don't make half of Isens right now because (laughs) nobody wants them. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, this is our IPA. Like it or leave it. That's one we got. Mm-hmm. 
So Hayes IPA craze. I like the way he sells it. How do you? How do you? <laughs> it's what we have. So it's, just it's, it's the one that we have. Fuck up. I mean, it, and it's all Centennial and Cascade hops. So if you're looking for the hop profile, I don't know how anyone could dislike that mm. profile. It's yeah. a classic hops. IPA. Yeah. Like, yeah. Pine, more pine, a little bit of citrus, even a little bit more floral. In the uh, if you're really looking for it. All right, yeah, so, so we've asked every brewery in the past month the Haze IPA craze, and everyone has a completely different uh, take on it. So how do you feel about Hazy IPAs? Oh, uh, well, uh, yeah, uh, Hedy <laughs> Topper really fucked us on that one. So, uh, uh, you know, I, like I said, I used to live in the East Coast. I've traveled the East Coast extensively. It's kind of cool that, I mean, you're looking at the original East Coast IPA, so all these breweries that I loved in, in that area were making these, like, multi- Almost like Dark Horse, if you ever had Dark Horse, mm-hmm. uh, Crooked Tree, IPAs. And I came back after being gone for five years. I'm like, what happened? Where'd all, these, where'd all of my favorite IPAs go? And they're like, well, we got a hazy IPAs now. That's the new East Coast and drink it. And I'm like, uh, I mean, these are good. I like them. You know, I like every beer style, though. So yeah. for me not to like something would have to be truly awful. So it's a little more personal for you. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, you you're were, familiar with. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I was there, had my favorite beers, and it came back. And they were like, right. oh, we had a... East Coast IPA is the original East Coast IPA is essentially a dead beer style outside of Nor rebranded to rebranded Midwest. as the Midwest. Yeah, like Crooked Tree, I think, is a prime example of that. Um, you know, so whatever, I guess. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, like, well, I can coming from a home like, brewing background, yeah. and <clears throat> like, uh, I mean, and now that you work for a, a brewery that does, you know, traditional Czech and German mm-hmm. beers, clarity is king. Yeah, yeah. And so you you look at something that looks like a yeast starter. <laughs> three people laugh. The other three people did not laugh in their room. <laughs> You're talking to the oh. people on Homebrew Brown right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I got it. Yeah, I just didn't I find like, it funny. I want to be part of the conversation. I just didn't care. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I mean, it's... it. It, it's really hard for me personally to be like, no, no this beer is really good, but it's broken. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's cool that uh, America has its own beer styles. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, you're looking at uniquely American, no longer, like, you know, as a brewery that he, we lean heavily on tradition. I think it's also cool that our, our own country has its own beers that is not made anywhere else in the world. That's kind of the PC answer, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that the answer that you believe in? Yeah. Because I mean, we're all about offending there, stuff. There's we're a handful the of breweries offense. out there. Um, one in one in this area and then a couple in Pittsburgh that I went to. And it's like you walk in, there's like 15 beers or 12 beers on tap. And like 10 of them were hazy IPAs and two of them were like stouts. Hey, that's not real nice to barrel theory. Uh, how did you know what I was talking about? <laughs> Out of my head. Because <laughs> I said the exact same thing. You know, so it's, it's like, it's low-hanging fruit. It's like the most trend, and like, okay. I, I personally didn't even know it was a thing until last weekend, so. <laughs> I just drank it and I'm like, hey, this is good. So this is like a quick, small story. We were in Pittsburgh for Thanksgiving, and we went to the neighborhood I used to live when I, uh, the house where, where we used to live in that neighborhood and they're like five breweries that opened up since I moved. I'm like, well, where the fuck were you guys? And, uh, we went to a couple and there's like no one there. It was the day after Thanksgiving. They were dead and they had like a great selection of beers. And I'm like, whoa, why is this place? Why is no one here right now? It's Friday after Thanksgiving. And then we kept, we could, we were bar hopping. No one was at any of these breweries except for us. And then we went to the one, they had like 10 hazy IPAs and like one stout. 
packed to the rim. Everyone's leaving with cases and like cases. I was like, really? There's like five other breweries within like two miles of here that are making phenomenal beer. They all have like, no, they have Hefeweizen, Darks, Blighter, whatever, you know, Array. And no one's there. Everyone's at this place. And I'm like, eh, trend chasers. Well, yeah. and if you're leaving yeah. with cases of that stuff, the shelf stability on it is two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, go home and chug it. Yeah. You have to drink it fresh, otherwise it's yeah, and shit. We did a big beer tour for my birthday. I turned 30 because, you know. So my wife planned me this huge... Because years work that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like to admit to it because I got receding hairline and, you know. Oh, so we went to the cities for this, like, beer tour for my wife planned for me. And the last stop was Barrel Theory. And we were all really excited because for some reason someone told me a lie. They're like, Barrel Theory, everything's aged in barrels. And I was like, oh, must be fucking awesome breed. Wait, that is a big, big, big <laughs> lie. <laughs> I didn't research it beforehand because I, I wanted to be surprised. And the person was like, yeah, everything's aged in barrels. I'm like, I trust your opinion. I'm not going to research and just go in. And I walked in, I'm like, where's barrel aging? Here's all these barrel aged <laughs> hazy IPAs. <laughs> so I'm not gonna, sounds I was, fucking I was awful. mildly disappointed when I walked yeah. in there. I mean, the beer was good. My no, wife, yeah, the beer's fantastic. My wife freaked the fuck out when she walked in. She's like, oh my God, look at all the IPAs. And she like attacked. <laughs> so I was like, well, you enjoy. Guess yeah. I'm driving. But and to be fair, the <laughs> stouts nice. like okay. the stouts and sours that they have on are really good. Yeah, I mean that was also the fifth brewery of the day. So yeah. at that point, I was like, mm-hmm. I'll drink whatever. I, I There's think, orange juice in this glass. Okay. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good assessment. Like, it's it's good beer. I can see from your point of view, like going out east, like these beers are good. But where's the beers that I liked? Yeah. yeah. Like, why couldn't you just keep making both? Yeah. So I, I guess I can see that the, point of view on it. From a sales rep perspective, and I was friends with a couple of brewers, and out there, there's just no market for it. I suppose I don't have any yeah. any claim to an idea on what a sales <laughs> rep does. That's, that's <laughs> one of the saddest parts about this job. A brewery will make a phenomenal beer and no one will buy it because it's not a trendy style. Yeah. Numerous breweries would come through. I'm like, oh, this is really good. Let's go sell it. And then you got in the market and I was like, nah. I'm like, but no, it's good. Yeah, the bar I work yeah. at is definitely a hot bar and uh, it's too hard to put anything else on. So. Yeah. As you guys said in your hops too long, though. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Casey's bitter about his. He is always going to be bitter. (laughs) I know exactly what Casey's referencing. That's another pun there. (laughs) It It is. I accidentally punned. (laughs) Again, might as well keep passing them out. Yeah, we might as well. All right. So, what's the next beer going around? Our Baltic Porter. Oh. So, no. If you're familiar with the Baltic Porter style, I can let somebody else rant about it, but. It's an unique Whichever porter, way. subcategory porter. I could pull up the BJCP. Ah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> I literally just uh, wrote a huge thing about this the other day for our bartenders to teach them, so I can just rattle it off. Thanks, Matt. Uh, Baltic porters are essentially a subcategory porter that uses lager yeast. Oh, sure. Because as porter was moving from England across the Baltic, uh, the, the Baltic Sea, they didn't have ale yeast, so they used lager yeast to make it. So Baltic porter, hence... East. Gotcha. <clears throat> this one is about, I think, this is a, uh, about 8% alcohol, so it's a bigger beer. Roasty toasty. Good thing I have a tiny with all glass. The, uh, with all like, the loggers and stuff that you guys are doing, what's your fermenter space like? <sighs> Nightmare. Is that a good answer? I mean, yeah. Cause, I mean, we're familiar. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're, like, we're doing ale, so our turnaround time is two to three weeks. Right. You're sitting at a logger, you're at least a month in, right? Uh 
Yeah, just shy of. You know, but we, we have enough fermenters and we have enough bright tanks that kind of help okay. aid that. And we uh, we plan it long enough ahead. It's just really good planning. Ultimately, it comes down to just, once again, Leosh, super smart dude. Uh, he plans meticulously, so... We don't. We haven't ran into a ton of problems yet, but we are. We are actually in the market. I think he's told me we're gonna buy more fermenters. We'll see if that happens or not. So that'll be fun, you know. Um, okay. And you guys are 100% in the new brewery right now. Oh right? yeah, 100% yeah, okay. as of October. Okay. It took a year to get the equipment the down there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, we got the new building. Let's move the equipment down, and then the city's like, oh, red tape. Here's your. It's going to take a year, paperwork, assessments, more assessments. So you're just moving kegs down then? and Yeah, the brewery was about a mile away, so you're just <laughs> jotting between the two, and that was a complete nightmare. But, <laughs> you know, once again, that was Ralph who had to bring all the kegs down, not me. Ralph's a really unsung hero of Lazy Right? <laughs> Jesus. Like, we should have Ralph here right yeah, now. Yeah, where's Ralph? Ralph's doing stickers. <laughs> Ralph's moving beer. Bring yeah. us Ralph. <laughs> so... Laosh is the owner. Yeah, uh, him okay. and his wife Teresa. Okay, and Ralph's the sticker guy. Yeah, Ralph's the sticker. Well, no, sell- I already love Sellerman. No, it sounds like Ralph does everything sticker else. Sticker guy. That's I already actually love not Ralph. a bad assessment. <laughs> <laughs> I already love Ralph, but so to me, to me personally, I think it's interesting. Like with with all the new like craft breweries. Yeah, a lot of these people who are opening them did other stuff before. Like uh, like Mike for Pitchfork was a taper yeah, for years. Painting, yeah. painting, yeah, he was a painting uh, fellow. Or, or painting and taping, yeah. like he did construction, basically. That guy knows more about lead paint than everyone in this room combined. <laughs> right. Like, it's always interesting to me. Mike, like, Mike, I don't know, I know that's delicious. Mike knew everything about paint, and now he has a brewery. Like, yeah. that's super, It like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's I think just that's interesting probably to me. the case, though, with, like, all brewers. Well, it's like right. nobody's like, I'm gonna grow up and be a brewer. Like you don't go to right. college and be like, Yes, there's, I'm there's start a few a brewery. of those guys out there. There's a few. A couple. Like, yeah. But yeah. most of them. you that's what's interesting most to me. Like, of you, what did, what, like, like was Leosh always a brewer or IT guy? Because you mentioned yeah. IT, so he worked in IT before becoming a brewer. Yeah, he was like, an IT guy and his wife worked for a huge telecommunications. And they're company. like, you know it'd be really nice a pay cut. <laughs> no. The actual story is he worked for a company in Chippewa, which is just where yep. Wyoming's is, just north of Eau Claire. I think with the stickers, they're not having a pay cut. Yeah, he, yeah, uh, he, uh, they they moved their operations over to China, oh. so he actually became unemployed. Okay, and that that was the the catalyst for him saying, "Fuck it, open in a brewery." Right, and it's so cool. Yeah. So, the, like, that's the that's what's interesting to me. It's like the stories of how someone opens mm-hmm. a brewery because there are so many different approaches and different ways that people get to a point where they're like we'll open a brewery because like right now casey and i are home brewing and brewing stuff and we don't want to do that at all but <laughs> it's funny like other people we've talked to who open breweries are like we were in the same boat like you, you also <laughs> i never have, wanted to open a brewery you also haven't had, had a middle life crisis yet so yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, no, like, when we turn 35, it'll be like, oh, brewery sounds well, like that's the best the thing, thing ever. <laughs> 40, you're like, well, we're doing it. That's the thing. Like, we keep we keep talking about, like, well, this will go on the rebrew list because it's good. Maybe that'll be in our brewery. And we're like, wait, no, no, no. Do that. Right, it's doing funny the, because it's true. We keep slapping our own wrists. Like, no, <laughs> we're not going to do that. That's way too much work. But uh, right, anyway, it's, Baltic it's, Porter. 
this thing is phenomenal. Yeah, we sell a lot of this in the winter. It, it goes well for us. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's really good. A good, easy drinking porter. It's not there. You don't pick up a whole lot of roast. It's that lager yeast kind of helps make it a bit more mm-hmm. mellow. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like the under, uh, also a sales pitch, if you will. Hey, it's made with lager yeast, so it's probably gonna be a little lighter in the body, right? <laughs> so for people who don't want, there you go. Yeah. So, so you can sell it to people who will just judge it on color, basically. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's it's also more approachable style porter, probably as yeah. opposed to like a, a coffee porter or like an English porter or something like that. Right. Yeah. That's I find German beer styles are usually good conversion beer styles because they're more approachable. Than well, it. and we've been conditioned to like the German style, like you know, mm. I mean, the American light lager is a it's a branch off of that German for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so it's it's a short hop, skip, and a jump back to hop. Okay, that was an unintended pun. You need to stop pointing that shit God, out. We're just a punny. <laughs> just because he's mad, he didn't get that pun in the news. Now he's got to do them all. Right? Like, I got to point them all out. I do. I didn't understand sense. <laughs> I thought it was German. Come on, Ben. I feel so behind because all of you have Come taken on, German. Ben. That had nothing to do with that one. (laughs) I know. That's the problem. In my brain, I'm like, everyone here knows German, and I don't, so I'm (laughs) dumb. And then I was like, oh, that's English. Okay. You just just finished rotations at a hospital. Are you the dumb one? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I work at a hotel. <laughs> like you're not the dumb one. I don't think we should get into this because my I career still is don't really know what dumb. I do. <laughs> I am a taxi driver. My career is dumb. <laughs> anyway, let's talk I, about I'm the beer. Taxi. We have the yeah, gas. Yeah, yeah, we should okay. probably yeah, take yeah, advantage right, of that. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah. No, this Baltic Porter is fantastic. Yeah. Um, so were you guys trying for the lighter bodied porter or just kind of happens? I mean, it's, it's true to style. That's the way Baltic okay. porter should taste. Our Baltic porter is kind of an interesting style on top of that because we get the grains from the Baltic area, whatever the fuck that's called. States I can't pronounce. <laughs> yeah. And uh, their grain harvest is necessarily the most consistent. Once again, terroir. So every year it's a smidgen different. I mean, the same recipe, same amount, same whatever. The, but the grain isn't necessarily consistent, but we're OK with that because where you know that's that's the way you would drink it if you well, were it's authentic. there. It's kind of cool. Yeah, like, you know, it's it's you know like one year maybe a smidge more roasty. And, and like we're talking like a ten percent at most right. flavor difference. Like only hardened fanatics of our Baltic Porter can tell you the difference. Everyone else is just like boom, boom, boom. It's awesome. You know. Yeah. And they're like, not. well, twenty fourteen was really the good <laughs> year. <laughs> you make that joke, but literally three days ago, something said that. <laughs> So is there actually, a, for those hardened tasters, is there actually preferred gear for... Uh, is that it? Well, it also depends it. on, like, what those... Are, like, uh, one guy liked it more roasty. He said last year it was a little bit more roasty. This year's is, uh, apparently, according to him, is a smidgen sweeter. But I'm like, you know... There's I, a lot of cans that look identical. I'm trying to... <laughs> they have stickers. Just trying to see the sticker. <laughs> How is this sticker not working right now? I love this sticker. <laughs> the sticker is my favorite thing. I love this. Yeah, fuck the beer. It's the sticker, man. <laughs> oh, Serena keeps trying to yeah, pull no, the sticker no, you off guys... this one. <laughs> well, I, just, I was doing it because I wanted to make sure that Jeez. I understood what was happening yeah. before we'd asked oh, okay. him about you it. You guys' beer sucks, but the stickers are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think Leo should probably be okay with that. <laughs> as long Save as people money. are buying it, right? Yeah, yeah. So how did no. you decide that the dark lager was going to have... Well, initially, they only can't... They, okay, initially, they can't... <laughs> they had three different cans. 
they had a, the the yellow for the pilsner, the dark for the dark, and then we had an orange can for everything else. We ran out of orange cans, <laughs> and then they the well, we're not going to buy more. Well, right. no, this is actually <laughs> a, a huge issue in the craft beer industry. Uh, uh, the bigger brewers, not only Anheuser, but like bigger brewers like New Belgium and stuff, keep pushing up the minimal orders for cans. Mm. So in order to buy cans, you have oh. to you have to buy a lot of one can. And we just do so many one offs, like not one off, but like we have twelve tap lines. So like at any time, we can have anywhere from five to eight beers in the market. And it's hard, you know. So you have to buy a truckload of that. Like we made a Russian Imperial Stout for the first time. We don't know how it's gonna do. It's right. like you know, we don't want because we have we have, we have a rotating stout line. Every it, we have one stout at all times, rotating four of them for, throughout the year, and because uh, there's a group of people out there that only drink stouts, much like IPAs. And I'm like, we don't want, we don't want to buy a truckload of Russian Imperial <laughs> Stout cans. We don't know if it's going to be good. Like it's going to sell. We well, don't even know. If but you're that's what Ralph again, is like, for, right? <laughs> and the stickers. You can do the the shrink wrap. Our caning line was pre, we, the caning line we bought was pre shrink wrap canning line i like mm. this better than the shrink wrap though because that yeah, like the shrink wrap feels cheap to me all oh. i know future future as as reference yeah the sticker definitely feels all, more all you'd have to do is uh, <laughs> like, delete the bohemian like pilsner is, on there and then you got a clean yeah can. so like for me like when i i'm gonna name a name i'm putting you in charge for a second i'm gonna name a name <laughs> flat earth does the shrink wrap on yeah. the cans yeah, and I've got nothing against Flat Earth at all because they make great beers. Yeah, for sure. But their beer feels like they aren't committed to it because it's shrink wrap. Yeah, and so I like this because it's like I don't know why the sticker feels like it's more committed. Yeah, but to me it does, and that's just my perspective on it. But because the can is actually printed, and like it feels like you're committed to your brand more. Just to me, I don't know. Also, the shrink wrap is not as cheap as you think it is. It still you know, costs. It, I'm, I'm sure it is. Yeah, it, it's expensive. It's more cost per can than we were like. We're like, well, that's a little bit more than we want to spend. You know, like, and it also comes, is it more than printing? Printing obviously costs more. Shrink wrap is obviously cheaper. Stickers on a printed right. can is the cheapest. Right, <laughs> but which is weird that I personally, yeah feel like the shrink wrap is actually cheaper than the sticker. That's just my perception of it. Yeah. As a consumer and somebody who has no clue about all of like marketing or anything. Mm. Like just when I see a shrink wrap can I'm like that looks cheap. Yeah. And, it's and, like when I get that big lighter and I'm like, oh that's a really cool printing on there and then well, I realize exactly. that it's a wrapping and yeah. falls off. <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't know that it's I don't know that it's specifically like it's it's kind of subconscious, but just to me, like when I see a can that's shrink wrapped, I'm like, looks cheap. I, it might just be the fact that. Yeah, you know, Rick, I leave for a minute and you scare away our guest. <laughs> it's so, fine. Don't even so worry what is about it. <laughs> I was having a good conversation. So of these uh, four <laughs> beers that we've had, what is everybody's favorite so far? Ooh, I love Pilsner. the Pilsner. Oh, I know, but it's like which Pilsner? Well, there's only one. There's only one. They're both lager. I'm sorry. No, that like <laughs> the that, only one. So the Bohemian Dark Lager. Yeah, that's my favorite. Drinkable. The Bohemian Dark um, is my favorite. This, of all these. Uh, this porter. The porter is spectacular. Crush. And I have been. So. <laughs> yeah, for I drink me, all the Pilsner. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. There's another can over here. We great. We we have enough beer on the table. <laughs> 
For me, like, I like all four of these. The Bohemian Dark is the most impressive to me. I like that we have an argument about it. Yeah. I My I favorite's like, the check and the porter so far. Yeah. I mean, and, I uh, love the porter. I don't usually say much about porters ever. Honestly, sure. there's... Hey, you came back just in time for me to compliment the shit out of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Great timing. Great timing. Um, I, I like all four of these beers a lot. But we were just discussing our favorite. Um, Bohemian Dark is the favorite. Hold one on, hold on. Hang on. Oh, oh, no. oh, there's, oh, there's, there's another, another beer. I need a bottle opener for this guy, though. Oh, that one is I can't can't find it on the table. You failed. No. It feels like that one's more special because it's in a bottle. Yeah, yeah. This is a we don't we don't sell any of our uh, bomber series uh, in the markets. All at the brewery only. Okay. Brewery release or whatever oh. you want to call it. We're getting in oh, some so special. This is actually the last bottle too. So. Oh dear. <laughs> oh. No big what? deal. No big deal. Oh. This is the last bottle. Don't spill, Matt. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> shouldn't have it. wasted this on us. No, but, I, can't think okay. of a, I can't think of a finer crowd of people to waste it on. I am not going <laughs> to argue, but you're wrong. So, <laughs> so we are trash people. <laughs> I'm uh, offended by I'm that. A little offended you're not, too. I'm not. I'm talking about the staff here, <laughs> not you. Hey, we are you trash trash I, I'm not even going to talk to you. Because you are trash people. I actually kind of like it. I kind of like the, the term trash people. I'm just going to hand this whole thing to Carlos because he just, just, he's going big today. <laughs> Carlos just finished his finals, okay? He did his math this I know, afternoon. I know. I'm not judging him That's in any tomorrow way. tomorrow afternoon. It's just he's not going for the sample cups, you know? He's going Carlos for Carlos passed civics this year. No, so that's a big accomplishment. What are you even talking about? He still no. doesn't know where Amsterdam There's is. No he says it's Canada. I'm just trying to tell our listeners anyway. that you're still in middle school. <clears throat> guys, what? Okay, guys. yeah. What is this very Calm special down. beer? Right, let's talk about the. Beer. I don't. Know. I'm actually going to let you guys drink it and tell me what you think it is. Oh Jesus! Now you're putting Casey yeah. and I on the actually, spot. Actually, I was about specifically. to spin off into a long Troy story about it, but I decided. I just read it. the bottle. I cheated. But I, I know. Don't worry about reading it. Well, none of you other fuckers. I like nobody read it. <laughs> none of you other fuckers are on the podcast about beer. Casey and I are on the spot right now. I'm also like for seven sure. yeah. beers in. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't get this beer, it's by, uh, it, it, it's a, it's a tricky one to nail. It's very not, it's a unique, it's an, it's a, it's a style that's ever been made that I've ever seen before. It's well, never play, been can made. We play 20, to, I've ever seen. Can we play 20 questions with it? Oh, for sure. All right. Is it spiced? Of course. No. Okay. No, it's not spiced. All right. Rick, your turn. I don't know how to play 20 questions with this. I I already have my question. No. Just do it. I know how to play 20 questions. (laughs) But if you listen to the rest of my statement, I don't don't care about the rest of your statement. (laughs) I don't know how to play 20 questions with this. I already have my guess on what it is. Okay. It's probably wrong. But I already have my guess on what style this is. Shoot it. Yeah, you're shooting first. Because according to aroma and flavor, <laughs> for me, this is closest. Beer. Shit, can you, you can keep playing your 20 questions. You, <laughs> shut, your doing this. you w- shut your mouth for a second, Casey? <laughs> no, I, I really can't. There's dead air. Because you were talking. It's, <laughs> I'm, it's close but different for me to our wheat wine. Oh. Not the yeah. worst guess I've ever heard. <laughs> Not the best. <laughs> I'm not saying it's the best, but the flavor. Yeah, it's very close to it's that. It's definitely less alcohol than mm. a wheat wine. Yeah. It's about uh, 8.5. Yeah. But that's the flavor profile. Like, the closest flavor I could put it to without knowing anything about this beer. Mm-hmm. 
Well, so uh, we said I like to- the guessing game though. It's kind of fun. Yeah, no, that like now that you said that though, it completely yeah. changed my. I wrecked you. That's why I was telling you to keep going because I'm gonna wreck it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. You're welcome. I but you, you fucking chastised me and made me do it. Yeah, so okay. I'm gonna chastise you continually. I don't care. That's what we do. <laughs> well, I was not gonna guess anything correct at all. Carlos, so I mean, I want to hear your guess nonetheless, Carlos. I try. Uh, <laughs> I like it's beer. <laughs> Carlos is gonna be like, it's probably a stout. That's just. I, know, I can see like why like Casey had like asked his first question was whether it was spice or not. I can definitely see why, but it's not spice. I can also tell that in the taste. <laughs> it's uh, He says after the fact. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, I can see why you asked that, but no, that because a like spice. No, because like I find like spice beers, I don't know, they're kind of like annoying tasting, basically. I, I don't know. Yeah. Spice beers can that. get palate fatiguing yeah, after a while yeah. very easily. Okay. I don't know. Like Take I, it off. I'll do I don't it. know. I'll give the story. Uh, so we wanted to make a Christmas beer. We didn't know what to do. And we're at Lager Brewery. So I'm like, let's make a lager beer, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it was just get weird with it. So what we did was took Belgian sugar candy and we put it in a lager. Uh, yep. Of an imperial, we made sent the base is an imperial lager with Belgian sugar candy in it, dry hopped with citra hops, or uh, Cascade hops, not citra. Uh, That's where you get that little citra note in there from. Is from the Cascades. Give me that back. I want some more of it. That's, that uh, sweet flavor is the the Belgian sugar candy. You guys use the uh, the amber or the 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 dark sugar candy. Good question. I don't know the answer to that. Okay. Uh, this is a lighter one. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. it's the amber. Um, actually, it's definitely not the blonde. N- no, I don't it's think not it's the blonde, blonde either. Yeah, this no. is uh, this is the amber because it's not the dark sugar candy. The, the beer is called the Good King Wenceslas. The Good King was a German king or whatever Bavarian king who passed out candy and toys to kids. Why didn't I read this and look smart? Because we nobody read it while we were going around. So we we named it after that, you know, because Good King Wenceslas. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Especially song? after a few drinks, you're like, "Can I have some Wenceslash?" Isn't there a song? <laughs> That's almost like saying Worcestershire. Yeah, there's a song. Yeah. It's is that it's, copyrighted? You can't. It's almost as bad, but not quite as bad as saying Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, Worcestershire. Which, yeah, I still don't pronounce it right. <laughs> <laughs> I think as long as you start with a W, you're all as, right. As you say the things, all of those flavors lock yep. in with yeah. my receptacles. So, <laughs> me and Leo sat down, we came up with this beer. Um, earlier in the summer, we did an Imperial Pilsner, about an 8% Pilsner, just because I'm like, well, you know, we, we need to spice up the menu a little bit and do some kind of bigger releases just to give people a reason to come to Lazy Monk. Uh, and, uh, you know, that, that kind of hit a mixed review. And then this one. We sold all 20, 250 bottles in less than two weeks. Oh, wow. So it went good. Do you guys uh, do like uh, like advertised bottle releases? Be like, this day we're going to. Can we have this, this empty bottle? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. <coughs> I designed the label too. So. You right. did? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a dope label. It looks very religious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the good king. Deer horns are religious. You know? No, it makes sense. I, <laughs> well, it yeah. does look religious. He went to Bible college. I Everything don't. looks like religious. Well, yeah, if you have a, I don't do that anymore. But I did go. I did go to school to be a pastor. <laughs> but right. it looks very, very like what I would have seen in fucking crazy people land. 
Um, and then, you know, so it was kind of like a, meant to be like a Christmas gift people could come and buy. Oh, yeah, it looks it looks per- like a <coughs> perfect like a Christmas gift. And honestly, if I got that as a Christmas gift, I'd be very happy. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah. And like <laughs> King Wenceslas. No, actually, song. I mean, I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to be the guy to say it. Fuck Wait, the Bohemian Lager. Yeah. Like, this is actually the That's best. a way easier way to say it. That's what? how you say it. Is isn't that how it? you're supposed to what say, you say it? Wenceslas. Wenceslas? You're missing the second half of the name. Wenceslas. Wenceslas. I like the Wenceslas. <laughs> I might be wrong too. I'm pretty sure I that's how you sing the song is Wenceslas. No, I think Wen- you're right. Wenceslas. Looking at the name and the wrong. fact that you the never. The only way I've ever heard it. it is Wenceslas. I'm not known for my pronunciations. Let of me words. see the bottle. Right. No, the way to do this I is think to he's never right. learn the name of the king. Just say, Wenceslas. "Hey you, hey you." I call it the hey, good king. There he is. <laughs> good king is a good. The good king. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Do you? So you guys did the IPL this year. Was that in bombers or was that just the Imperial Pills? It's called the Ipple. Yeah, the Imperial, Imperial Pills, Pills was in was in bombers. Okay, much like this. So you, do you guys do like one or two bottle releases a year? Uh, it, it's kind, kind of, of a, a newer thing. Kind of me making Leosh do some fun stuff because Leosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. IT guy, is very <laughs> locked in his his way of doing things, and he does things really well. Yeah, you know, I know like, how that goes. But I'm like, we need to. I'm like, let's let's just like, I mean, we I mean, once again, as I was saying earlier, the hard part we are a uh, brewery that's trying to have a, a shtick, a German Czech stick, but we're also in America. And not everyone gives a fuck about your shtick. Yeah. So you need to have some beers that like are a bit more experimental. And like, how can you experiment in the lager world? There's not a lot of that going on. A lot of mm-hmm. breweries, you know, they'll experiment with ales and stuff. So I'm like, let's push the boundaries on the lagers. That's our shtick. Uh, Eau Claire has, you know, Brew Project, which makes 100 IPAs. And we have two other breweries in town that are doing their own things. So we're like, how can we even more distinguish ourselves between those guys? And that's like, let's make Imperial Pilsner lagers. I was going to ask, uh, how you... difficult is it for you guys to experiment with, like, loggers? Because, like, it, since it takes so long to get them yeah. done. Well, once again, super smart, locked in. Uh, I leave him alone when it comes to that process, and he has yet to fail me. So I'm going to well, keep, I'm gonna I'm keep gonna just say, rolling the dice. <laughs> I'm going to say y'all nailed it. Because oh, this is fantastic. I like this a lot. <clears throat> yeah, I've been drinking way too much of this after work. I and still then trying don't to know how to pronounce it. Oh, you and can't it's painful. do that. It's so painful. <laughs> I still don't know how to pronounce it, but it's fantastic. Yeah, I obviously don't know how to pronounce it either. We've had 14 different pronunciations for <laughs> That's six so people. So. <laughs> it's a conversation starter. <laughs> you, it seems like you think that a lot of fun from your beer comes from not knowing what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, this it's could start a conflict in the group. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's actually not a bad observation. Like <laughs> Shake it up, throw in a room, like, grenade, go. <laughs> Let's see what happens. All right. Um, well, un- unfortunately, we've been going for almost two hours. That's, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we should probably kind of think this. about some sort of wrap-up. So is there yeah, anything sure. you want to plug before we, oh, like, any yeah. any cool things coming in at the brewery? Uh, the month of January, we're having Infusion Night, which is the first time we've ever done Every Friday night in the month of January, we take one of our loggers and we're... Spiking it with something weird. Uh, we have like our dark with white chocolate or, or our Baltic Porter with white chocolate. My apologies. We have an oatmeal stout. We're spiking with Irish cream. I are IPA with grapefruit because we're on original and uh, we're doing uh, our Russian Imperial on bourbon. Well, I guess we just filled up our Friday nights. Wow. In January. Yeah. So that all sounds fantastic. We have it's a, on the way to CW, man. If you, yeah. we have. We have a punch card. If you fill all four punch cards, you get entered into winning to win prize or contest win prizes. Oh, awesome! So, well, stop by the tap room. Back to January. I thought I was done with that after school, but (laughs) going back to Eau Claire again. So, arguably, uh, I've been to a lot of breweries. We have one of the most unique tap rooms. You will not see any brewing equipment. 
Well, I've only longingly seen it from outside. So. <laughs> our uh, Teresa, the other owner, has put an insane amount of work and effort into our tap room to make it feel like a German beer hall. And I've, you know, when I, uh, dope. I've been in Germany. I've been to beer halls. Essentially, the same thing. It is cool. amazing how much how much similarities there is. We have the best patio in Eau Claire. So when this winter shit's over with, come on down down to the patio. I think. Like on our way to Central Waters for sure. Yeah. We should stop in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Call me. I live a minute away. All right, we'll do. Casey's got your info. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll work it out. But yeah, on our way to Central Waters, at least for sure, we'll do yeah. that. Yeah. So we got a lot of a ton of good things coming in twenty uh twenty eighteen. So stay tuned. Facebook us like thing. I don't know how that works. But yeah, uh, Facebook.com slash do a lazy monk brewing. I believe. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do a Facebook. Do a Facebook. Uh, also, lazy, lazymonkbrewing.com, right? We have an Instagram page. You can do that. Untap thingy. You can do that. So, yeah. Man. yeah. All right. Well, Troy, again, thank you for coming oh, thank down. You this is this has been a blast. Yeah. Uh, all the beers were phenomenal. Sorry uh, for talking a lot. But, yeah. Oh, that's well, so, great. That's you're here. Sorry for talking over you so much <laughs> <laughs> and arguing about what's caramel and what's chocolate when yeah, it's wrong when it's obviously caramel uh, he's wrong it's a wedge issue it's a wedge issue man <laughs> Casey's wrong but it's okay <laughs> I'm on your team Ben so. <laughs> yeah well I mean you're, you're on Rick's team I don't know if that's great or it's not. obviously chocolate but it's okay shut All up right. Ben we let him believe <laughs> shut up Ben are you guys gonna do like a, what, what was the favorite beer of the night come on oh yeah it's we fucking can- A we gotta hit that. that. Uh, Someone I can't pronounce, bro. Wenceslas. Wenceslas. Yeah, you guys Is are probably it? right. I, you're probably right. No, my favorite is the Pilsner. I really like that that Bohemian Dark Lager. That I like a, the Bohemian Dark. That's my second. The, the most in, the most yeah. interesting beer of the night for sure was the Wenceslas. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really good. It was I love this. I love it but a lot. If I was going to sit down and drink six pints of something, it was going to be this. Bohemian well, you Dark can't Lager. do that I mean, kind of comparison. I would. Have I disagree. To, uh, you can you do can't sit wants. down and drink six pints of fucking <laughs> Russian Imperial Stout. It could still be the better beer. Well, it's a two different reading scales. There's yeah. the, the special That's occasion exactly beer and there's the I'm Friday saying. Night Crusher. Right. I'm sorry, yeah. I was going with the Crusher scale. I'm going to go with uh, the uh, Bohemian uh, I think Pilsner. Overall, I just think because it's I one of the, the best Winslow's Pilsners I've had. Yeah, it's so good. I, I like the last one. I like the Wenceslas. I think it's fantastic. You're all beautiful. I also like the porter <laughs> a lot, too, and I don't save that much. About I like the yeah. porter, too. They're all oh, great, yeah. but I'm so fucking excited that I got to have, like, beers. We have our beer at uh, Divine in town here, so. <sighs> I don't know what to do. Somebody's going to go buy a case. I like all yeah. your beers. <laughs> yeah. I got some uh, beers I got to pick up for Christmas Day, so I know what I'm going to grab. Jaconi's also has it. So. <laughs> yeah. I like them all. Okay. Thank All you. Right. Are we done, like, trying to attack each other? All right. <laughs> no, we're we're your choices, We're going to beat the shit out of each other after this, but go ahead and wrap right. up. Yes. All right. Guys, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, if you'd like to support us, head over to patreon.com slash blindnessstudios and become a patron today. If you're into any Amazon shopping, and you know you are, head on over to blindnessstudios.com, click on the Amazon link the Beverly homepage. If your Amazon shopping is normal, and we get a, get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. It really helps us out. 
Uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook. Ooh. Carlos, that was way too fast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewsstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. Thank you again, Troy, for coming down. Thank this you guys for having me. a lot of fun, and we'll see you guys next week. Actually, no, we won't. Fuck. Merry next week Christmas. is Christmas. We'll see you guys the week after next week. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye.